Hey, we have a very special podcast today. We're going to tell you what happened to us when we were finally reunited with Mr. Miyamoto at the Super Mario Brothers movie premiere that we went to over the weekend. We had an incredible weekend. We were at the premiere. We saw the movie. We were reunited with many Nintendo people. We were. Mr. Miyamoto. Doug Bowser, yeah. others whose names you don't know. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was our first sort of big Nintendo event that we were invited to and attended after we became independent. Right. So the uh, chances of awkwardness and um, just the, some, some unknowns <laughs> on how people would feel and, and how we would feel were kind of high. Stakes were kind of high. So um, it, was, uh, it was interesting. I'll tell you all about that. This is a feel-good episode, I think, this week. Really the episode is. we had last week rankled a few people, I think. Yeah. I think it made some people look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, examine their lives and selves. Take a cold, hard look in that mirror. <laughs> what am I doing? Wait, the problem is me, as it Wait, Taylor I am going to buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is a feel-good episode. This is a feel-good episode. We really had the most spectacular weekend ever, and we can't wait to share it with you. Um, as always, everything that we do on this channel, all of these cool things that we get to be a part of uh, and share with all of you is made possible by our wonderful Patreon community. Please help us and support us if you want to hear more insider stories, if you want to hear about our experiences working at Nintendo for over 25 years collectively. you got to support us on patreon.com slash kittenkrista. Our ranks are growing. We have, we have I, I, I like to look back at the end of the month, see how we did. We had record-breaking month. Our best month ever in over a year yeah. on YouTube. And we have a record high number of Patreon subscribers. So that's wonderful. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much. Our community is growing. You know, we spend a lot of time with our Patreon community, and it's really by far the most kind, supportive, wonderful group of group of people ever. So we're always so grateful to have you guys. If you want to join our ever-growing community, please. We've got five great tiers. So. Starts as low as two dollars a month, and you can get a free trial mm -hmm. for a week on our most popular tier. Yeah. No more excuses. Time to do it. That's right. That's yeah. right. We also um, have been talking a lot about potentially going to Japan this year. You know, mm. we haven't been to Japan. Big update on this, yes. Yeah, we haven't been to Japan in many, many years. Um, we have a lot of memories and stories and insider things that we want to share with you guys from uh, Japan, but we need your support to get there because those plane tickets are pretty pricey. <laughs> Even that trip to LA that we took was quite expensive. WrestleMania. Because it was during WrestleMania weekend we found out. We're like, what's going on in LA? It's like, oh, it's WrestleMania at the I was giant glad that football you stadium. You weren't like, let's ditch this movie premiere and go to WrestleMania instead. Well, kind of funny, kind of funny had the dilemma because Tim Geddes was at the premiere. And he was at WrestleMania. And then he went to WrestleMania, but then Greg Miller, he was doing like actual hosting stuff I on know. WrestleMania. So he I missed saw. the premiere. He didn't go to the premiere. I see where, some where his priorities lie. Wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. Um, you should have just combined the two into a WrestleMania Wrestling. movie premiere. That would be great. I, I pay money to see Jack Black in a Bowser costume. He did wrestling. that show. He did that movie where he was the Lucha Libre. Not, yes. Was it Nacho Libre? Nacho was that Libre, it? Yeah. yeah. He did that. See, I, again, it, wow. the world could converge. Anyways, uh, back to Japan. Japan, though. Japan, though. There's no WrestleMania yeah. there, but the plane tickets are still very, very, very pricey. So we do need your support to help us get to Japan. Unfortunately, we were doing this Patreon goal. Right. But they like got rid of that feature altogether. Yes, they pulled the plug on that feature so <laughs> it's okay. gone. Yeah. Um, it's okay though. So we have some new ideas about how we're going to try and fund this trip. Yeah. 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 And I think that we're going to start to 
you know, ask you guys to guys to help us fund it through super thanks and super chat. Right. Just right there on the old YouTube. Those or are features right in YouTube. Watching yeah. this video right now. Um, we'll just sort of start a, a, a little a little Japan fund there. And every super thanks, every super chat that you drop into YouTube will go towards our trip to Japan. Yeah, it'll go directly into that. We will keep you posted on how mm -hmm. it's. You love a graphic. I love a good graphic. A, a thermometer. I like the thermometer graphic. Right. I really want to do that. Right. So. Uh, and just because uh, you know the earlier progress we made on that goal is is, is not for naught. We will be starting off with a thousand dollars in there, so we're right. putting that right in. Nice little start. So just think of it like a little little tip jar for us. Yes, a and little Japan tippy jar. Yes, and all of our Patreon subscribers, you are doing a lot already, so thank you very much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? I feel like there's a lot of stuff. Um, so some stuff that is out on the channel recently, if you haven't seen it. First first of all, thank you to Ewen Racing for the beautiful new desk that we have. Yes, I feel like I'm doing the, the five o'clock news or something. I now. know. You <laughs> might have noticed a little difference in our beautiful set here, but we have this new desk. It's actually very fancy, so we'll insert yeah. in some close-ups of it. Um, but yeah, our new our set is getting yes. like very 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 much a, ni a nice facelift here. Uh, the channel though, so last week I think we uploaded seven videos, which mm -hmm. is a lot. Uh, that was the big Tears of the Kingdom week. Yes. So uh, if you have not seen those, we had a predictions video, mm -hmm. and then reactions. We had a reactions video, mm -hmm. and then we had a podcast analyzing in depth everything yeah. that we saw. Yeah. Um, so that was everything that we had on Tears of the Kingdom. Big week there. Uh, we had our GDC vlog go out. Yeah. We saw everything that we played there. We saw an amazing game games. called Viewfinder, mm -hmm. which you will not want to miss. Yeah, that game like totally blew our minds. So check out right. that video to see uh, Viewfinder and also a ton of other games that we played right. um, at GDC. Forget Tears of the Kingdom, though. This is Mario Movie it's Week. It's Mario Week. I took so, away all the Zelda decorations in the studio. We don't have a lot. We talked about that. So where's all the Zelda stuff? We actually don't have a lot. Mario stuff, not Zelda stuff. We don't have a lot of Zelda stuff. We, we have, have a lot. Some no, Zelda we don't. Okay. No. Anyways, um, Mario though. So, by the time you are uh, watching or listening to this podcast, we will have posted our vlog of the premiere. Yes, which, which is incredible. Was incredible piece one of, the of best art. Best nights of my life. Incredible piece of art. Oh, a piece of art. Uh, it's a piece wow. of art. Yes, <laughs> a um, masterpiece. We also have our very first review. Yes. We we say here we don't we don't do reviews. <laughs> we we don't review video we're, games. We, now, yeah, we're caveating that now. We don't review video games. Apparently we're reviewing movies. Now we're reviewing though. movies. We are doing our first review. It is out. You can listen to it. We have a full podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, light spoilers. I was going to say, there. if Very you're important. worried about spoilers, the movie premiere vlog has no spoilers. No spoilers at all. Yeah. So, you know, don't you're safe. The... Review special podcast. We'll have some light spoilers, but we will not spoil like major story things or big moments. This movie is chock full of those delicious things, so we don't want to take that away from you guys. So right. don't worry, only light spoilers in there. Right. Um, so big, big week for for the Mario movie, and we have a lot of stuff to keep yeah. you going on that. We also have one other video coming at the end of the week on uh, Minecraft Legends, which is a I game that we've know. played. That's been under a pretty long embargo, but yes. um, we ended up liking that game a lot, so if you want to see more of that mm -hmm. game and see what we thought about it, you can check that yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, soonish? Who knows when that's going up? Yeah, yeah, soonish. This week, soonish. <clears throat> uh, last but not least, the Kit and Krista controller is still a thing that yes. you can get. Very exciting. Uh, you can only pre-order it for a few more weeks, though. At the end of April, that goes away. Right. And then we make everything that we pre-ordered. Right, And right. that's it. Yeah. Limited 
edition. Right, limited edition. That's why it's called that. Limited run. Right. Um, if you want to get in on that, you can go to kitandkristacontroller.com. Yes. Uh, get the details. Get your pre-order in. Mm -hmm. Our Patreon subscribers do get free shipping on that. That's so right. It's a nice little perk. Nice little perk. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited about that. So thanks uh, to anyone who's already pre-ordered. You'll be getting your controller in a couple months, which yeah. is very exciting. Right. Um, before we get into our big story time on the Mario movie premiere, gotta say, this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Yay! Have you ever browsed in incognito mode? I'm uh, asking you. I definitely have, have, but you know what? It doesn't work. It's not as incognito as you might think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a Google product, Chrome, with its incognito mode. What's, what's Google best at? Selling your Taking data for your ads. data. <laughs> yes. Uh, Google's claim is that incognito does not mean invisible. So right. there are still ways that they can get at mm -hmm. your stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that's where ExpressVPN comes in to make your right. searching much safer. Yes, it encrypts all of your data. You know, not only is it great for things like incognito mode or a much better incognito mode, but it's also great for when you're traveling. We were traveling that's right. over the weekend for this Mario movie premiere and we definitely were using the internet at the hotel to do all sorts of things for our channel and you certainly do not want any of that stuff to get hacked while you're traveling. Yeah. So. Take it from the two of us, we do uh, extensive stuff around the end of the year on the best video game butts that we have seen. <laughs> it takes a lot of research, a lot of typing that stuff into Google. Oh yeah. Uh, that's where Express uh, VPN is saving our butts. Oh, that's a good, Got I like it? that. That's slick, isn't that's it? I just came slick. up with that. Good job. So, if you really want to go incognito and protect your privacy, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN, visit expressvpn.com slash kittenkrista and get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash kittenkrista. Go to expressvpn.com slash kittenkrista to learn more. We'll put the link right here and also in the description below. Go yeah. Check it out. Uh, all right, so uh, the so, the so-called best night of your life, best the, Mar of life. the Mario movie premiere. Yeah, let's talk about let's it. Let's talk about this in great detail. So we first got we first heard about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and very interestingly, they were a little coy about what it was. Yeah, um, yeah, it was interesting. They said they're doing a screening in Los Angeles mm -hmm. on April first, and yeah. um, that we were invited, and there would be some more details to come. Right. And we said, well, of course, we want to go to that. Right. Um, no matter what it is, it's like an early chance to see this movie. Right. So we'll be there. And as we got a little bit closer, we, we followed up with some questions. Yeah. Like, hey, we want to get ready for this. Want to know what we're getting into. Right. So can you tell us, like... A little cagey? Is this a premiere? Is it just a screening? Like, what do we need to know? And it took a long time to get a clear... <laughs> yeah. Answer. They're trying to keep it under wraps for a while, I guess. So right. Everyone spills the beans. Yeah. But it was truly like a legit world So the world premiere. premiere. Right. Yeah. Right. So obviously the entire cast was there. Um, Mr. Miyamoto, who is the producer of the movie, along with Chris Melodondri, mm -hmm. or you like to call him Steve Ballmer, uh, was there as well. Yeah. Tons of um, invited guests. Um, from, you know... Luminaries of stars oh, and screen like us. Mine did say Illumination Celeb. On my You're really it. caught up in that. I feel good about that, okay? That's a validation <laughs> right there. Yours didn't say that. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm not I sure. think it did. We got the exact same envelope. <laughs> you didn't get one. <laughs> I think you're lying right now. Um... Uh, yes, yeah. so they finally tip us off, say yes, this is the big thing, this yeah. is the full premiere, so we're very excited for that. 
we didn't know really who else was going. We weren't really talking to people about it because they were right. like, keep it, keep it, keep hush, it hush. hush. So we did. Um, I have to talk about this. We, we were excited about this. Like, what are we going to wear to this premiere? Oh, you had some problems. I had a real, I got, I got screwed. To be very blunt about it. Oh. Um, so I looked up. So I have this great Mario suit, but it's very winter yeah. themed. You've worn it for like our game of the year right. I wore, episode. I, right. I wore it then. It's, so it's like Mario with these like snowflakes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Very cool little jacket. But I can't be wearing that in, you know, the middle of spring. Spring. So I go, I, that same company, opposuits.com. I go to their site and I just type in Mario. See, what do they got? And I see this great, like, Mario blazer. And it's got, yeah. like, 8-bit Mario. It's really cool. 8-bit Bowser. I was like, this is perfect. Like, it's not, like, in your face like some of their other stuff. Yeah, yeah. A little bit you subtle. You can wear it with, like, normal clothes underneath. Right. And just have the jacket be, like, so a So I was like, perfect. Piece. I'm going to get that. So I ordered that, like, 10 days in advance. I chose the shipping that said, you will get this, like, within four to five days. So I'm like, good. Perfect. I am set. And then you get this. You got some... What, what, what were you wearing? I um, picked out like a dress that had, uh, it was like a dress that had like super stars on it, right. like stars. Right. Um, I thought it would be cute for like that superstar theme and I had like a necklace that had right. like the 8-bit star right. on it, which was cute. But So I'm getting like days away from this thing this, and this jacket hasn't come yet. So I'm starting to get nervous. Starting to panic a little bit. And it's not coming, it's not coming. I send a desperate email to their customer service saying like, what's, what's going on? I didn't even get like a shipping confirmation. Yeah. I'm, I'm really like in a bad way for this. Hear nothing back. That's the thing. Like if it was a problem, at least they could have responded to you so you could like figure out what to do. But they didn't even respond. Well, they did eventually respond. But like, for like days like, later. As we were walking to the event, they responded. Oh my God. Um, so the thing never came. Uh, it turns out this was a product that they didn't even have in their warehouse. And they're like, oh, this was a, a, a bug in our system that we could list at this product that we didn't have. Oh. Thanks for nothing. Uh, so I had to um, cobble scramble together. to cobble together yeah. an outfit. Didn't, I didn't look my best. I'll, I'll be honest. I looked fine. Oh, I thought it was fine. I wanted to wear that. I know. There are some people that I could really... have. I could have looked like Tim Geddes of Kind of Funny who had it. Tim Gettys was so the best. well thought out. He had the best outfit of the night, I right. think. He was dressed up like the box of Super Mario 3. Right. So he had like a yellow blazer with like a checkered shirt. Yes. And a really cool pin. Anyways, look up the He picture came prepared, of, unlike He me. looked fantastic. Right. Um, I looked great, I thought. It was just me. <laughs> just I was you. the only schlub. It was just you. Um, so, um, so anyway, so we're in, this is in downtown LA. Yeah. The theater that it's at is strangely in that LA Live where, where, where E3, E3 happens. Is. And it was very bizarre to be in that space with a bunch of people that you normally would see at E3, but you're not at E3 and E3 just got canceled officially like 24 hours ago. Right. So it was like a bizarre sort of like, oh, this is like a little mini reunion with all these great people in the same space where we normally would have this kind of reunion thing. So it was like an odd feeling for sure. It's not the theater that I would have said like, oh yes, this is where we're gonna have this glamorous opening. It's just kind of like a very regular It's, like a, it's movie the theater. Regal Live Theater, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because they have a great <laughs> movie theater in Universal Studios that they they were really getting decked out for this movie. Yeah. And when we were there, we are like, oh, they're probably going to do the premiere here. Because it's on here. the city walk. And they own that space. It's super easy for them to do it. Yeah. But no, they did it there for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, um, it was interesting. Maybe because it was more central. So we walk. They told us to get there like a couple hours before. Right, to like for, pick up our passes. For reasons that are unclear. Yeah. But we gladly did it. So we get there. We're kind of scoping it out. 
And we see this kind of like scuffle, this like motion out of the corner of our eye. Yeah. And we're like, what's Pretty going on big here? Big group of people scuffling. And there's like, um, uh, it's like a rugby scrum where there's just like, yes! it's just like about 12 people just like pushing up against each other and like trying to get past each other. Like, what is going on here? We look closer. It's Mr. Miyamoto. It's Mr. Miyamoto and his Nintendo entourage. Yeah. Kind of butting and up. And a security guard. And a security, butting up against these like whack job, like autograph seekers. These people are so aggressive. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. And they were around like the whole night. Yeah, they're they just were, stalking. They were just stalking, stalking the premiere. Not not just him, but all the other cast members as well. Yeah. In a very aggressive, like, it made me mad way. Like, it was yeah. not cool. I experienced this once before in a trip with Mr. Miyamoto that we'll talk about in depth in a future story time. Yeah. But they were literally, like, chasing us around the city. And I was with Bill mm. Trinan, who I felt was about to get into a fist fight with one of these guys. I was would. so mad. Like, we were all just, like, at our wit's end of, like, like how to it. deal with these people. Like, I please know. go away. Yeah, um, so it's he, super inappropriate. Yeah, to that, this that moment, I caught it on video, is in yeah, our vlog. It's in our vlog, so you watch it to see the, right. the video of He it. was literally walking like 20 feet to get back to the hotel. And he basically got like pushed. pushed. Again, the rugby scrum. Like, I, think, I think his little feet probably weren't even touching the ground at that point. He was just like dangling <laughs> in the middle of this like group of people that like mushed into yeah. him and got him into the hotel. Right. But it, I don't like those people, for the no, record. They're no. bad people. They're, don't those do are not, that. Those are not, like, good, friendly fans. No, no they're they terrible have, people. They that, they're, they're putting they're, that stuff straight on eBay. They're going to, yeah, they're going to sell what they're doing. it. Yeah. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. I don't like them. So and don't, they were so aggressive, and I that. felt very, very bad yeah. for Mr. Miyamoto. But it was Mr. Miyamoto. It was uh, Koji Kondo was there. Mm -hmm. We yep. found out. We saw him. Um, and then just all the sort of um, Nintendo Japan executives. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Furukawa was not there. Not there. We had a question about that. You crazily said, I don't know if Mr. Miyamoto is going to be at this thing. I just didn't know because I didn't know like what this was for a long time. Because they didn't tell us that it was like a premiere with everybody until the last minute. He is the co-producer. I know. Of this big Hollywood and then movie. I was like, He's so going to be there. Is he going to come back? Because I saw him at the Universal... Yeah. Um, park opening and I was like oh man that's he was there for that and now he's got to come back for the Gosh, movie he needs weeks to recover from these long, <laughs> flight, long and, flight and his stressful first class seats I mean I don't know it's still hard <laughs> but I was, I was very happy that he was yeah, here and yeah, uh, yeah well we'll get into that a little bit more later but he was certainly basically everyone that was important was there so yeah there was also a big group from Nintendo of America yeah we know we saw Doug Bowser out of the corner mm -hmm. of our some people that we used to work with really we saw. closely yeah, so yeah, we couldn't funny. get in yet, but we saw them across the street. I'm like, oh, good, we're going to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think you started to get nervous of like, well, what's it going to be? Are they going to... Are they going to get a slap? Are they just going to give you the cold shoulder, the <laughs> nah. stink eye, the evil eye? What's it going to be? Yeah, you know, it is, it's It's true. It's not like we're doing anything bad, obviously, but we certainly, you know, we, we left the company on our... Uh, you know, on our own accord and then started doing this stuff. We're certainly very honest about... Nintendo things, and we're not shy about sharing that honesty with you guys. Nintendo is a very like closed door company, so there could be like a sense of like, oh man, they're really out there talking, you yeah. know. I don't think that we've done anything that crosses any line at all. We've we've left the company on very good terms. We still talk to a lot of people at Nintendo. No one has come to me and said like you know, I hate you now, or whatever, so. But when things happen, like your Nintendo Minute videos disappear, 
you might start to wonder what's, yeah, what's yeah. going on. I, I definitely think there is this like separation that they, they don't want us to be associated as official Nintendo spokespeople anymore, which is fair. Right. But yeah, you just, you just don't know. Like you don't know how people feel. You haven't, I haven't talked in depth with like Doug Bowser for Year. For what know? it's worth, I did run into Doug Bowser at the Game Awards oh, you and did. had a That's warm true. embrace with him. Also with Reggie, as I was taking Reggie to our, our lunch spot. <laughs> we ran into Doug Bowser randomly. It was like, oh, oh well, we're, all, we're all here. That's cute. <laughs> we had a three way high five. <laughs> yes. Put your hands in. We're awesome. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, yes. I, I, I honestly, I, I was feeling a little bit nervous. And I, again, the other thing I don't like is I really dislike putting myself in a situation where there's some like awkward. Small talky kind of mm. like if I don't want to be around you, you know, like I I don't I don't want to be around you. So and I don't want to be around someone that doesn't want to be around me. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. a weird thing. Yeah. So I didn't want that to be the situation if we we're just like trapped together like before this movie and like it's weird. Um, but that was not the case at all. So it was fine. It was good. So we yeah. get in line to get our tickets. We sort of hang out there for a little while. We see out of the corner of our eyes somebody a little bit further up. Andre of Game yeah. Explain, mm -hmm. who would be sort of our companion for the rest of the night. Yeah, well, he was sitting very close to us. His seat was close to our right. seat. Right, but yeah. joined uh, by no other than Patreon subscriber extraordinaire <laughs> Paul Gale. Paul Gale was yes. uh, Andre's plus one. That's right for the night. How cute! So we kind of uh, stuck together through it for the rest of the night. Yeah, which was, which was it was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Um, so we get our tickets finally. They look awesome. You can see those in the vlog too. Yes. And we finally, they sort of push us into the theater. And we, yeah. get, we get to see a little bit of the red carpet. Right, right. Um, but that's but mainly for like the, the you know, people that are filming. We did not get to see the cast no. coming in though. Yeah, we did see some photos afterwards. It yeah. looked like Chris Pratt and, and Anya Taylor-Joy came in the Mario right. van, which was very cool. So we did get, once we were inside, they did at some point really like push us hard. Like, you need to get into the theater. And mm -hmm. I think that's why, because I think that's when the actual cast was arriving and they right. wanted a smooth entrance for them inside. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you don't want people to like bombard them. Right. Yeah, with like you know, with, with autographs or photos or whatever. Right, right. So, yeah, that makes sense. So we get the tickets, we see the red carpet, we go inside, and we get, we're reunited with Doug Bowser. Hey, hi. Yeah, hey, hi. <laughs> yeah, big hug from yes. Doug. Really, Doug is one of the nicest people you yeah. know, ever. Like, we've always had a good relationship with Doug. It was nice to be, have that confirmation that he's fine, we're fine, you know? So that was great. Yeah, we were able to um, just catch up a little bit with Doug and with some of the other uh, Nintendo people that we actually did work with really closely. Like, they were on our team. Right. And, you know, one of them was your, <laughs> you were that person's boss right, at one point. Right, right. So um, that was that was really fun to, to see yeah. them, and they seemed to be having a really great night. It's like a, a, a really great moment, you know, for Nintendo. Yeah. So to see them and, and, and share that with them was great. We did learn something, though, that these people who were there working the premiere couldn't actually watch the whole movie. I felt really bad. Which was a about bummer that. because yeah. they said like, "Well, they I need to, to I need to leave like uh, forty five minutes in because I need to go do something at the after party." It's like, yeah. oh, that's a bummer. I was like, I'll tell you what happens at the end. That's too bad. Yeah, we did see some anything. other people who said they'd already seen it like three times though. Right, they're like, we've already seen it a couple times. Right. They were they were doing a lot of the press stuff. Sure. So I think they maybe have to see it to be prepared to like. Any questions or yeah, whatever? Yeah. So that makes uh, sense. But some other people we saw, we saw um, Good Vibes Gaming. Yeah. We saw Brian Shea, our friend from Game Informer. Mm -hmm. Tim Geddes, who we were Tim Geddes was there about. representing Kind of Funny. Uh, we saw Strawberry. Yep, Strawberry 17. 17. Yeah. Megan. Um, yeah, we saw uh, Matt Pat. 
Yeah, there was a there was a few um, creators there yeah. that we've known. There were some interesting absences that we were like, "Where's Roger?" Yeah, and where's like Gerard? Yeah, there were a lot of like LA based creators who would have yeah. been really easy and who would have like died, died to come to this. Yeah, seriously. Um, so I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of um, people from Universal there as well that like worked on the movie. On I think that was like right. the bulk of it. I think really. it became like a friends and family opportunity yeah. if, if you worked at Universal or Illumination to come and see the movie, right, which was really right. nice because there that were a lot of like so nice. people who had like their little kids with them. And they were all dressed up and they seemed really, really excited. Right. And right. like obviously you did something in the movie, so it must feel like a huge like yeah. celebration of that accomplishment. Right. So that was really cool. Now there were two theaters. Yes. I think we were in the JV theater. I think we were in the JV yes. theater too because we did not see like the cast or no, Mr. Ca Miyamoto do the opening. Right. Our opening was with Chris. Chris Melodondri. Yes. Yes. He did come, which was nice. He gave us a little welcome. Uh, we ended up waiting in that theater for a really long time. We were like in that over an hour. Yeah. Just tapping our foot. Yeah. Um, Supposed to start at six, but it didn't start till like six thirty. I don't. No, know. I think. Yeah. It, I think it was like Chris Melodondri had to be part of those opening remarks mm -hmm. and, and maybe came. those ran a little bit late and then he had to run he over. He ran over and did ours. Do yeah. it again. Yeah. So yeah, I do think we were a little bit later than the other theater in getting started. Which is fine. But, yeah. um, you know, there were no like previews or anything like that. Which is right. Like, right into the you movie. Just get, you just, just like, watch the movie. Yeah. Wow, this is luxurious the to not get 45 minutes of previews. The preview is just Chris Melodondri. What if he's like coming in in the summer? <laughs> then he like reads it in the preview. Hey, check out this 18th Minions movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coming next. Yeah. Um, so then we see the movie. We won't be talking about that here. Please watch. Please listen watch to watch or listen podcast. to our review podcast. We'll be yes. talking about that in depth. Mm -hmm. um, it's great though. Um, so the movie ends. And then we have this ticket to the after party. Yeah. So we all pack in to Paul Gale's car. Oh, yeah. With Andre. With Andre. From Game Explained. Paul Gale was like our Uber driver for the night. It was awesome. <laughs> Paul Gale almost lost his car in the in the parking garage. It was like that Seinfeld episode. Oh, my gosh. It was like, it was seriously like, there was <laughs> only, a moment where we were like, do you know where you're going? The only difference was I wasn't holding a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't find the car. We found the car, yeah. thankfully. Um the after party was at the, I, I still don't know what this. I think it was just an event space. Sure. It was this very large building. Yeah. Like easy to deck out to right. for whatever you needed to be. But right. that after party was so much cooler than I thought it would be. Oh, really? You didn't think it would be anything? I thought it was going to be like a little bit more subdued, but no, uh, they, they really, they really had it all like decked. I mean, just right before, before you even get into the party in sort of the lot outside, they had the van. Right. They had the Mario the, Brothers, like this that one, one the plumbing van. Yes, um, they had a massive, like, gigantic question block, right? Um, that you could like, kind of take pictures just right, right outside, right. which was very cool. And you were um, mincing about outside of that question mark block, and we yeah. got we got flagged. Yeah, I was dancing around the question mark block. We were like filming for our vlog, make a I, fool of yourself. And I hear this little voice that's like, "Hello." Guess who it was? It was Mr. Miyamoto. <laughs> I turn around and there he was. Like he was standing at this little balcony area. Um, he was going into the party as well. And he was like, long time no yeah. see. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we stopped the cameras to talk to Mr. Right. Miyamoto. You can see the moment in the vlog yeah, where we're like, oh, we have to stop filming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we don't want to. Yeah. No, we're not going to film our interaction with him. That's strange. That's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Like we probably will never film another interaction with Nintendo people. Like that's something that we'll keep, you know, for ourselves right. and, and to, a, out of respect for the other person as well and for Nintendo. Um, 
Uh, but it was just like a, a wonderful moment. Like that really made my night because first of all, I, I never thought like, will I ever see this man again? Agreed. Yeah. You know? And he, he really does mean a lot to us. We worked very closely with him. Mm -hmm. Like we had this relationship with him in the past and it was sustained by, you know, us having these kinds of interactions yeah. with Mr. Miyamoto. Um, and, and that was definitely one sad part about leaving Nintendo is like, Maybe I'll never see this person and get to say hello or congratulations yeah, yeah. or whatever ever, ever again. And uh, this clearly <laughs> was not the case because we got to see him and tell him that we love the movie and tell him congratulations. And he seemed really happy to see us. Yeah. And I mean, he was on just cloud nine. He was definitely on cloud Which he nine. should be. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he truly deserves to be like as happy as ever. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, you know, it was nice to, to run into him and, and, and tell him that, you know, in person. And, um, you know, he was smiling and it was great. Yeah, when was the last time we had seen him before? Was it E3 2019? I think so. Yeah, I mean, that was a long time ago. Yeah. And so much has changed. For a long time, he was always, he would always say like, yeah, I'm not coming to E3 again. And then he would yeah, always he show up. he would always show up, yeah. Right, so, but well, like we never had like, we never said goodbye to him. We never had any of that. It was just like, well, yeah. well we're out. Yeah, um, yeah we, we never got a chance to say, there was yeah. a couple of other people that we did get a chance to write to them and say right. good, proper goodbye, but we never got a chance to do that with Mr. Miyamoto. So it was like, yeah, it was one of those things where it's, you just don't know. You yeah, know? I was like, well, who knows? Um, so that was a very special, heartwarming moment for us. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah and it was, I was, again, it was just great to tell him, like, yeah. This is amazing. Like we Way loved, to go. We loved it. Way to go. Like right. we're still huge fans of mm -hmm. Nintendo, you know, obviously. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go inside, and then we see Mr. Miyamoto having a good time with Jack Black. Yeah. So it's like all the cast is there. It was really fun. Um, yeah. You, you probably saw all the pictures. Like people were taking pictures with the cast, hanging <laughs> yes. out. Um, Jack Black was wearing this amazing I custom suit. Bowser like suit that had like flames it had, on like, the sleeves. Flames embroidered in the flames, and the back was like a Bowser shell yeah. design. But he just, I love Jack Black because he truly just looks like he wants to be there. Yeah. And that he, I, I can tell that he was asking Mr. Miyamoto, you know, Mr. Miyamoto questions and, and talking yeah, with him yeah. and was as excited as any fan would be. Right. You know, so um, it was really cute to catch that moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we finally go in, you go through a warp pipe, mm -hmm. kind of similar to the Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo world. Yeah. Um, and they had taken this this huge just open space and they kind of turned it into the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, it looked which so looked really, awesome. looked really nice. Yeah, they had like these sort of mushrooms all over and like a big Princess Peach's castle yeah, that, that was, was like the food area. That was behind the food area. And then on the other side of that, there was the DJ and he just had like the Bowser icon with these flames yeah, coming the, out the of it. The area behind it, it was, was like more two like, sides. Yeah, more like Bowser's like the Kingdom. Bowser's Kingdom. Yeah. yeah, it was like dark and had like the orange flames yeah. and it was like really like cool. And mm -hmm. yeah, he was like, but you know, the, the music was like Taylor Swift, but the, the background yeah. was Bowser's. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I did one of the most baffling things. You so they had, really. So they had this thing set up against a wall. And one of the things in the movie, this is not a spoiler at all, is 
you see one of the toads using like an ATM machine to get a coin. Yeah. And they had recreated this at the event. Right. And it was and there was this nice lady who was like, hey, come, come push the button on the yeah. ATM machine. I was like, okay, what's this? Is it gonna like spit out a little plastic coin or yeah, something? Yeah, like, is it gonna be like a little tchotchke? So I push the button. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> the thing opens up. The thing just like goes up and there's like this little self-contained compartment yeah. with a single solitary mushroom cupcake. But the cupcake wasn't in the wrapper. No. It was just like a cupcake. Loose cupcake. A loose cupcake. It wasn't like in a box or anything. Yeah, and she was like, oh, you can take it. And I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> and then I was trying to get you to eat it, and you refused to eat no, it. No, that cupcake... That cupcake, even just on my hand, left a really weird texture. I was like, I don't want to eat this. I ate it. You, took, you bit the took, bullet I bit and took the a bullet bite. again yeah. and, and took one for the team so I can show you guys what it tasted like. It was like a red velvet. You said cupcake. in the video that it was good. It was good. It was really sweet. But then you told me later, like, oh, we've got a stomachache now because I eat the cupcake. It's too sweet. Then don't say, don't lie in the video. Who are you lying to? What are you trying good. to prove? The first bite was good, but then it was too sweet. Well, that was I, the only bite that you took. I, I tried to eat more of it and it was too sweet. <laughs> Come on. But I had to throw it Let's away. Let's be honest with ourselves. Um, and then we also had some drinks. They had like drinks there as well. They were yeah. like themed. And the, the drinks final were smash. also really, really sweet. Right. But it was good. Yeah. Um, anyways, all of this is in the vlog. You can see Kit's shock and awe when he like looked. The thing revealed that it was a cupcake. It was so weird. I was like, am I having like a psychedelic experience right now? <laughs> like They're like pumping like. But I don't understand. So who, is there some poor person in the back who's like I replenishing? I think so. The cupcake chamber? I think so. I think it's just like reaching oh in. God. Like a little hand that comes in with the cupcake. Because you can't see. Like it is self-contained. There's a curtain back there. So there must be somebody back there with like a tray of cupcakes. Is it always a cupcake? Could yeah, it be something I, else? I saw a few other people posting that and it was the oh, same was thing every time. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like no. cupcake, cupcake, cupcake. No. You know. It's not like a slot machine. It's like a thousand dollars in there or something. No. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like no. it, ran, every 10 is like something else. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. So that was just bizarre, but, but, yeah. but interesting. The food was cute. They had like little tiny pizza boxes. Yes. And they had like little hamburgers. Right. We didn't get to stuff. eat any of those. Yeah. Um, they had these cool photo booths. We did one yeah. on uh, Mario Kart. We did. They made it into like a little gif. Right. Where you like moved around. That's cute. They had another one. You could take it with like fire flowers. We didn't get to do that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was people just hanging out, having a great time. All the yeah. cast was there. The cast Saw was people there. taking pictures, yeah. taking videos with the cast. Um, really yeah. nice, fun way to celebrate the night and celebrate. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone just came out of that movie with like the biggest smiles on their faces. Are uh, us included? We we love the movie, and it was really fun to like just immediately get kind of reimmersed into all things Mario at the after party and enjoy yeah. it like a kind of a different way, right. you know, and, right. and celebrate. And yeah, it was really it was definitely like one of the best events I think I've ever gone to. Mm -hmm. um, the best part, honestly, is that I didn't have to work that event, so. Yeah. You didn't have to leave the movie 30 minutes in? That's the thing. To do the next like, thing? This is what happens when you're independent. <laughs> <laughs> you do have some, there are some drawbacks, obviously. Like the access to Mr. Miyamoto is maybe gone forever and you have these different kinds of interactions. But you, I truly got to like be there and enjoy myself. I didn't right. have to worry about anything. I didn't have to leave the movie early. You know, all I had to do was enjoy myself and, yeah. and share an honest opinion about what I thought of it, which was pretty amazing. Like, right. To know that we get to do that now and this is our job is pretty, 
pretty awesome. Like, yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> now, does this mean we are on the list for all future Nintendo launches and events? No. I don't think so. It absolutely doesn't. Yeah. There were so many people and groups involved in this. There was like, there was Nintendo, there was Universal, there was Illumination. I don't think it was Nintendo who invited this. It was no. one of the others. Definitely one of yes. the others. And I get it. I totally get it. I mean, we'll take the opportunities as they come. You know, we're, right. I think we're we're always going to be true to ourselves and, and share our honest opinions about everything with you guys. Yeah. And that's what it is. There were some moments with some people we saw like, oh, how'd you guys get here? <laughs> well, just Infiltrated. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. You certainly were on our list. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did. We did expect. Uh, part of me was bracing for like, oh, we've been uninvited. Like, you really thought we were forty-eight hours uninvited. before somebody yeah. took a closer look at this. I was like, oh no, wait no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Cross where, these where's two my, off. Where's my red pen? We can't have we'll this. Cross these two yeah. off the list. No, we, and again, these interactions were. I, I definitely had some. some you seemed worries. relieved. You seemed relieved. I was really relieved. Yeah. I really, honestly was. Like, I, I don't, I don't want any like. Again, I don't think we're doing anything wrong. And I stand by that, but you never know how other people feel. So yeah, yeah. Maybe it was all an act. Maybe they actually hate us, and they were just pretending to like us. I don't know. Wow. You've way, got a, way to like panic myself. You've had a real negative slant lately really? that I'm a little bit worried about. No. Yeah. No. It's like I was just saying. Like I was sharing with you. Like oh, we had a, we had such a great month in March, and you're like, well, that's coming to an end. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, you can't let yourself get too, like, uppity with these kinds of things. Like, Mystery of Water taught us that. Like, yeah. you can't just, like, once you're, when you're doing good, you can't just, like, rest on your laurels and be like, I'm so good can, now. So Wash my hands of this. So you can't experience a moment of personal satisfaction when things are going well? You can. I don't think then, you can. But then you need to, like, onward to the next, yeah, keep that momentum going. Well, that's don't, why we're here. This is the next thing. Don't take your foot off the gas. That's what I think say. we're saying the same thing, but you're just in the dumps about it. I'm not in the dumps. I'm just. I'm riding I'm high. I'm just staying focused on what. I've we got need the to do. right outlook on life. I don't know about you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that concludes our segment <laughs> <laughs> on the quote greatest night of your life. Greatest night of my life. Um, greatest night of my life. The Mario movie party continues with our Never a Minute segment. Yeah. Let me get our stuff ready here. We are doing a character bracket. Yes. Yes, for we are. eight sure characters we are. from the Mario movie. Oh, this desk is great. Now I got all this room to like yeah, we got, write stuff. We got props. We props. got space. We got a desk. This is so nice. Look at us riding high. So we've chosen eight characters from the movie. Mm -hmm. This is like you know, March Madness is just wrapping up. It's like a bracket like that. We love doing these brackets, and it's perfect. We're going to be picking we're... the ultimate winner with very scientific criteria. Yes. It's all chosen randomly. The matchups yes. and the criteria that they get judged on in each round. Mm -hmm. Are random. They're seated randomly. I'm gonna, so the I'm characters gonna are. Keep notes here. Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, Toad, Donkey Kong, Kamek, and Cranky Kong. We all knew about those characters. No spoilers here. No spoilers. The criteria that they will be ranked on is different in each round. Right. The three criteria, because there'll be three rounds, are the voice. What do we think mm -hmm. of the voice? The character accuracy. Were they true to what we believe this character to be? Right. Based on what we know. And then just the look. Of the character. Do we like the look yeah. in the movie? Right. Right. So you are going to be drawing this all by random? Yeah. Why don't you draw the characters first? Can I help? First? Yes. All right. And then we'll, then we'll draw the categories after that. First character, Bowser. Oh, my. Second character, Donkey Kong. Ooh, two biggins. Next. Oh, see, look. I can just lay them out on this table like this now. Yeah, that's very nice. Kamek. Oh, Kamek. Okay. Kamek's matchup will be Mario. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. 
that's a that's kind of an easy that's one. For a, that's a tough one. But is it panic. though? Well, we'll the criteria, see. You the don't criteria. Know. You don't know about the criteria. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got some controversial. Peach next. You have some ratings, controversial ratings, ratings yeah, really. Peach. Okay. Versus Luigi. Oh Ooh. boy. So our final two are who have we not done? Toad. Cranky Kong and one of them. Toad yeah. and Cranky Kong. Yeah. Toad. Cranky. Con. Okay. Okay. Now we see the categories. Yes. Category one, the character accuracy. Oh. Was it true to what we think over the decades of knowing these characters? Right. Round two will be about the voice. And then round three Is the will look. be the look. All right. Okay. You can wear this hat. Oh, for the official. Yeah, you're the you're the you're the I'm scorekeeper. Like the, I'm the scorekeeper right. judge. So that's the official, official. Okay. look, right? Great. Um, all right, should we get into this? You're yes. keeping score. I'm keeping score. So category one, character accuracy, matchup one, Bowser versus Donkey Kong. Yes. What say you? Let me pull up. My score. <clears throat> um, well. I might need you to be a tiebreaker because I gave both of these a five. I thought that these were the best, the most accurate depictions of the characters in the movie. Why, gave, do, you have, why do you have that look on your I face? I gave Bowser a five as well, but I gave Donkey Kong a four. I'm just glad we don't have a tie. So we because don't have a tie. We do not have a tiebreaker. We don't have a tiebreaker We're going to be right doing tic-tac-toe or something to break a tie, <laughs> flipping a Rose coin. Shamba. <laughs> I yeah. don't have a coin. Okay, so Bowser comes out. On top for yeah. that one. Any thought, any comments you would like to make about this? The only reason why I gave Donkey Kong a four is there were some moments where I felt like he was a little bit too soft. Oh, really? But um, I actually like that about the movie. Yeah. But it just wasn't what I was expecting. Okay. Playing. A moment know, of vulnerability. There was some, yeah. some really like great right. moments of yeah. vulnerability from Donkey Kong. All right. Um. He, he also had an attitude that was a bit younger than I thought. Mm, he yes. seemed a bit older to me when I was playing Donkey Kong games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I loved I loved Donkey Kong the movie, obviously. Um, and I thought that it was a pretty pretty spot. Yeah, on the, the yeah the relationship between Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong is a thing. Yeah, like trying to win his approval. Yeah, um, and that but, was, that kind of aged him down yeah. a bit. I thought. You did get to see him doing all the trademark Donkey Kong moves. That, Absolutely, throwing a barrel, he's rolling. Yeah, even blue, blue stuff like that. Yeah, from Donkey yeah. Kong, no, he definitely the, the like there is there is a lot of like um, just the way that he yeah the way he moved the way that he sort of. Um, did like the action kind of things. Yeah. That was very right. like the pounding right. and the whatever. Yeah. And then Bowser, I think Bowser, Bowser along is like, with Peach, I think are the real stars of the movie. Absolutely. Um, it's exactly how I pictured it. And maybe yeah. it's because we just know more about Bowser as a character. Yeah. Bowser has more, um, in the video games too, just has more like like goalposts in terms of like, you know, like his motivation. They really, they really built up that character. A lot over the yeah, years yeah, versus others who are just more blank slate. It's really not like, um, it doesn't depart from yeah. his like, sort of his persona yeah. in the games. But very, very menacing great. in this movie too. V menacing, but also had some moments too of vulnerability, yeah. which yeah. is what we see in the games. Right. There's, there are games where Bowser like joins you. Right. Where he seems like very, you but know, a true, a true, a true villain. Play, yeah. Really playing the villain role. So good. Yeah. So good. So good. Okay. All right. So, do, so Bowser matchup. moves on. Yeah. Next. Now, this might be, this might piss you off, this next one. Me? Yeah. 
So the next matchup in character accuracy is Kamek versus Mario. Yeah. I gave Kamek a five. Uh, okay. Uh, that's fine. I gave Kamek a three, and let me tell you why. Okay. I thought that the depiction was very true to Kamek, but what do we actually know about Kamek compared to some of these other characters? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, so I was like, there's less to... Judge on? Yeah, it was, it was not as hard to match the expectation right. of the character. Yeah. I gave Kamek a five because what I know about Kamek is that this... This is a minion role. Right. Like, this is like your number two. Yeah, he's a like, henchman. Henchman, right. right? And that role was played absolutely perfectly and, and very humorously yeah. in the movie. Um, like, it just, it, it was like a perfect match for that type of henchman role. Yes. Yes. So that's that's why I went so high there. But th that's fine. That's because that's the only thing I know about Cam. I don't know anything else about Kamek. Right. Really. See, I looked ahead beyond that. I see. So I think my rating is more accurate than yours, but I, I will not be—I will, I will not be upset about it. Yeah. Uh, Mario. Mario. Yes. So I gave Mario a five as well on oh. character accuracy okay. because I what I really liked about Mario's character in the movie is he re, like retains all of like the hero type aspects yeah. of Mario's character, like the you know the the. The type of Mario you know in a video game is like he'll just try anything and do it until it happens. Mm -hmm. And they, they really do like hold on to that like nugget for his character. But of course they, they built on his character a ton in the movie as right. well. So, um, But I thought it was a really good portrayal of like the core of who Mario is. is yeah. like this hero, um, like I'll never give up type character and they do a good job I'm just that. looking into Cappy's eyes right now. <laughs> Those red eyes. Why are his eyes red? It's kind of weird. Um, I gave Mario a four. Oh, because like you like you said, like they had to do a lot of work with Mario because Mario is really a blank slate in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So it would not have worked if it was just like, yeah, he's this guy who runs and jumps. Like they had to introduce a lot of new details about Mario that we didn't know or think about before. Right, right. Which I liked, but it, yeah. for the for the purposes of this, I couldn't go full on five. I see. Uh, because they had to introduce some new stuff. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, you do see him run and jump. You see him get all the power-ups and do yeah. things, which was really cool. Right. And, again, like, I think the core of Mario is is really, like, f like f front and forward, whatever, right. whatever it's called, in um, in the movie where it's, like, yeah, he is, you know, the hero. Yeah. And he will always be, like, the good yeah. guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, you're just moving so, them over. So, so Bowser and Mario have advanced. That was nine to nine for Mario to eight for Kamek. Yes, yes, correct. Wow, the Bowser Mario matchup. Oh, just like in the games, great. Not in the final round. Okay, sometimes the earlier rounds are more climactic than the last one. That's true. Uh, next, Peach and Luigi. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. this one, your logic is again. This is around character accuracy. Is is this? The character in the movie, true to what we know about Peach from playing the games. Mm -hmm. If that is the criteria, I give it a one. Because the character of Peach in this movie is completely different mm. than the character of Peach in the in the games. For yeah. and that is like amazing. In a good because way. her character in the games really suck. <laughs> Not to be like really rude about it, but I really don't like Peach. Yeah. 
in the games. Like I don't, a lot of people we know don't. Yeah, I don't like the damsel in distress trope. I don't like the force me into marriage right. thing. I don't. I don't like any of that. You don't that, like the blow up doll face. I don't like the blow up doll face. I don't <sighs> like how she's always in this big ball gown yeah. all the time, yeah. and she just right. feels like she can't move around. Mm -hmm. She just has no agency over her own life. Um, doesn't seem to just have a personality at all. Right. Beyond the person that gets saved, and I hate that. Um, and I was very, very concerned um, in the movie what how they would portray yeah. Princess Peach because I did not want that to be the case in the movie. And it was completely the opposite. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. And now we know so much about Peach as a character. And I, I can like say that I might be a Peach fan after this movie because... I think yeah, she's she's, so she's definitely awesome. the the breakout character yeah. of this movie. Yeah, but in this category, I don't think she's accurate to the games at all because and and, and not accurate to anything I knew about Princess Peach before the movie. All right. So I give her a one. Uh, you that was a very convincing argument. You're convincing me to drop mine down a, a, a point. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I had a force. So I'll drop it down to a three. I mean, okay. just kind of the nuts and bolts they did get right. I mean, she's she is the, yeah. she's the princess. She oversees yeah. the toads, the mushroom kingdom. Right. Yada yada. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But character wise, she's not. They, yeah. She's not that character no, at they, all. Yeah. Personality wise, they did really. Yeah. Oh man, it. if she had, if it was the looks category, she would have blown it out of the water because she looked fantastic in the movie. Like the way she that might, she might make it. She's not going to make know. it. Luigi's going to have a higher score. Luigi, uh, who did you give Luigi? For? I gave Luigi a four. I gave Luigi a four. Okay. That's an eight. Right. So Luigi does. Oh, well, that's too Sorry, bad. Sorry, Peach. She's one of my favorite Such characters a great in the movie, character though. In the movie. Yeah, but a tough matchup because, yeah. And again, so glad that we did not stick with the <laughs> Peach in the video games because that's some dated stereotyping yeah. that's very odd and, and bad. Um, and the, her character in the movie is absolutely amazing. So I, I really i am glad that they went that direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Luigi, though. Luigi, I think it's, yeah, like. They really play up like the fearful Luigi. I had a different. I, I thought he was more reliant on Mario than fearful, which is why I didn't go full five with this. Okay. Oh, um, interesting. Like I, the reason I found that he was scared in certain situations was because Mario wasn't there, versus mm. he's a coward. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could see that. The relationship between Luigi and Mario is something like really beautiful that yeah, they do that was so good. well. Beautiful! Wow! So, oh my goodness! I really like that way that they portrayed oh. that. Because you like you know when you're playing. Did this games. make you wish you were not an only child? No, I like being an only child. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a Krista and a Schmista to <laughs> do fun a stuff Schmista? with. I can't think of a name that rhymes with Krista right now. <laughs> no, but I do. I do like because you mean. Again, in the games, you're like Mario and Luigi, Mario and Luigi, yeah. but you never really like think deeper about like yeah, as brothers, what their relationship right. might be like. And yeah. I thought it was really well done in the movie, and I yeah, really loved it. Was. It. it was yeah. like there were some really sweet moments. Right. Anyhow, um, so I, I that's a really interesting way of putting it, though, that he's not scared just for the sake of being a coward. Right. But he's he's only scared because he doesn't. Feel like right. he has more. And I do, I do support. like the like complete coward Luigi. I do like that about him. I do too. The bump, he's like the bumbling hero. He does kind of bumble in the movie yeah. too, though. Yeah. 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 I, I do think that um, out of all the characters in the movie, Luigi might have been one that is just a slightly a bit one dimensional. Mm. Like, I think it's because all the other characters are so like over the top, yeah. you know? Like, he just felt kind of like straightforward. Okay. 
So I didn't I didn't give him a five. Yeah. <clears throat> but he still moves on. So um, he's here in our voice All right. category. In our now. semifinal. Yes. And he will be matched up against either Toad or Cranky Kong. Yep. Toad. What did you give Toad? Um, I gave Toad a three. Oh, so did I. Okay. Yeah, this is an interesting Toad. There, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of Toads in the movie, but the one that we're, we're talking about is like the main Toad character. Right. And I was like a little confused. I was like, which Toad are you? Are you like the um, Explorer Toad? He's he wearing the Captain, the toad Captain Toad backpack. Gear. But then he like pulls out a frying pan. He does some, like, some cooking stuff. Yeah, there was stuff. kind of a big scene where he like distracts people by cooking. And you were like, is that Chef is Toad? Is it Chef Toad? Which it absolutely is not. But, but, you, was but, it, but it confused you. I confused me. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't know which Toad I was judging. Right. And I, I, I mean, if it was like clear that this was Captain Toad, then I, I think I would have a better Yeah. I, th I, th I thought that too. They were kind of like pulling... But again, there's a million toads. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different toads. I mean, even, even in the games, is it clear like there's that's the toad? Yeah. Not like necessarily. Which one? Yeah. So, but yeah, they did kind of jumble a bunch of things that we had yeah. seen from other toads before and yeah. mishmash it into right. one. Which is fine. Maybe they're creating like a whole new toad character. Sure. Um, but it, it is like the classic toad look with the red head. Yeah. Well, don't don't get into the look. Uh oh, sorry. That's that could be in the final. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Oh my god, what are you doing? Stop. Oh, I hope uh, that Cranky have a Kong. Okay. Cranky Kong next. I gave him a three. I gave him a two. I thought they really kind of okay. rewrote a lot about I Cranky agree. Kong here. I agree. Because I, I, again, I was like, how old is he supposed to be? Well, like, old. he's old. But yeah. he didn't seem that old in the movie. Did he even have the cane? For the for the bopping, the really. Uncle Scrooge bopping. He didn't have that. Yeah. Like he wasn't. I think the character was a little bit different than what I expected. He was more spry than you expected. More spry. He reminded me more, and you you might not get this reference, but in Jungle Book, oh boy, there is um, King Louis. I think is the character. He reminded me of that character and not of Cranky Kong. Great. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he had. He's very like kind of like. You know, brash yeah. and kind of has this like cavalier attitude and is very like nonchalant about stuff. Yeah. But I didn't think that that was cranky. He didn't seem games. very cranky at all, actually. Yeah, he was just more so like obnoxious. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> in the games, like he's bopping DK on the head, for like, hey, you don't know what it was like back in my day. Yeah, he wasn't like I mean, he the was old... kind of like the, the wise old leader. Yeah, he didn't seem like that though. Yeah. Okay, so we right. agree that he's yeah. a... so toad. So toad moves. Toad on? does move on. Yeah, by a score of what? Six to five. Right. Real close here. So our semifinal matchups are Bowser versus Mario and Luigi versus Toad. Interesting. Interesting. That Luigi Toad one is. Well, that's an interesting one. Um, and our category here is voice. the voice. Yeah, voice. Okay. So the voice of Bowser versus the voice of Mario. Hmm. Well. <sighs> Sorry, Mario. It's a tough look. So what are your scores? My scores, Mario, I gave voice a four, which is higher than I thought. Yeah. Bowser, I gave it a five. Bowser, I gave five across the board. I I'm gave Bowser, kidding. don't spoil it. Bowser's my favorite character, I think. I gave Bowser a five. I gave Mario a three. Mm. I mean, Jack Black is like next level S tier yeah. performance here. Amazing. Totally, totally nails it. Nails it. Um, Mar it also brings a lot to it, too. Yeah. 
Mario, I thought, I mean, this was what I hoped for with the Chris Pratt performance. I was like, just just be good enough not to distract me. Exactly. Not to bomb the movie. I don't need you to like be the be the like glitzy star, like yeah. do anything flashy. Just just get through it. <laughs> and he did. So I was I was I was happy with it. My biggest accolade I could give to Chris Pratt for the Mario voice is that it wasn't a distraction. Exactly. That is like my t my takeaway is they wrote the character of Mario so well mm -hmm. and Mario's story and journey in the movie is so well done yeah. that you don't want the voice to take away. The voice is so bland that you just forget that right. you just forget it all together. Pratt you're, being Pratt. You're just like in it with like the Mario yeah. characterization right. and like his his journey and yeah. his interactions with the other characters that you don't even think about the yeah. voice, which is exactly what we needed. Right. Um, so it's so. so it's ten. A perfect score for Bowser versus seven for Mario. Yeah. yeah. So see you later, Mario. Bowser's into the final. Woohoo! Uh, so we have Luigi versus Toad for the voice. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Day was pretty good as Luigi. Yeah. I gave Luigi a four. I did too. Okay, so it's eight here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luigi, you know, has a bit more distinction in the voice, I think. Um, and I think that was, that came off really well. There's some, like, like classic Luigi scared moments that needed some good voice work. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really good. Yeah. So. Uh, I gave Toad a two. This was the one voice coming out to it. It was like, it wasn't really that memorable to me. I, I gave it a three. I've, I've kind of yeah. already forgotten what exactly yeah, it sounded like. me too. Were all the other ones, I was like, yes, I, I can recall that perfectly. I thought that Toad needed to be just a little more annoying. Like, you just need it. <laughs> we needed some of that classic Toad little, voice. Hi! Like, you need a little bit. Not, not the whole thing, because that would be, that would annoy us. No. But, like, you need a, a, a few of those, like, real classic, We need 90 like, minutes of that and, and the, and the Martin A. Woohoo's. Oh, God. Oscar, here we come. Charles Martinet was not at the premiere, we should say. Uh, we found out he was at a convention that weekend, so I don't know if he chose to do that. or if he, why? I don't know. We don't know. That was something that we were talking about. Was, where's, where's Charles Martinet? Because he is in the credits. He's in the credits. What exactly he did, we don't know. No one knows. <laughs> we didn't know for sure. Yeah. What What did yeah. he do? Is, is this, I guess, some, maybe some, but that's, like, emphasis I don't under, know. under different things? That's, a, that's an aside. Uh, anyways, Toad, Toad did not score well then. No. So five for Toad. So Luigi and Bowser are Luigi the, oh, and wow! Bowser into the final in the looks category, what really matters. What's on the outside? <laughs> Smash or pass? <laughs> Uh-oh. So, you said you already gave Bowser a five. You already spoiled us and told us that. Bowser was looked fantastic. I gave Bowser a four. Why? His head is too small. His head is too small? You need a bigger head. Oh, I love Bowser's that's, look that's because I really feel critique. The, the weight yeah. of Bowser. Like when, when his tail slams Powerful. down, you really feel it when he... He's like in your shooting face. Shooting fire, yeah. Shooting that fire. He, right. You really feel it. You feel the heat. You know? His head, though. Big old claws. It's a bit too Big small. old hands and claws. Well, he has a nine, so that's a very strong score. I liked, I really like the look of Bowser. And Luigi. Luigi, what did I get? I give Luigi a four. I did too. Oh, that's a very narrow win. Yeah, for by Bowser. one. By Bowser one. gets the win yeah. by one point. Luigi and Mario, I would say both of them. It didn't really bother me once they were like moving around a mm -hmm. whole bunch. Like at first when I saw the Mario like stills of him, like his he had a little cross-eyed thing going on. Like it looked kind of weird. Okay. Like his <laughs> eyes are really close. Okay. <laughs> they're really close together. I don't know. Um, but it seemed better in the movie in like in constant motion. Yeah. Like it wasn't distracting right. or anything. 
Yeah, Luigi was the same way. Like, yeah. Not. There's some good mustache moments, I would right, say. Right, right, right. Like there's some good hair tech. Yeah. That's some good hair tech. Hair tech <laughs> okay. technology. Okay. That was some that that somebody in the credits did that actual work. Hair, what? Hair technology. Oh, you saw that in the yeah. credits? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Donkey Kong has very complex hair. That's true. Mustaches are hard. I mean, these CG movies, they're, they've got that down. It looks yeah. good. Yeah, should I take my hat off now? I think you can. Yeah, so like congratulations, Bowser. You're my hat to Bowser? You're the winner. Yes, good job. Um, how exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. This is our character bracket on the Mario movie. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> well. Things are falling. And I have um, hat hair now. I have hat hair. So that's that's kind of it for the Mario movie, I think, for this episode. Again, uh, yeah. check out our vlog. Check out our review podcast for more on that. But let's move on to what games we're playing here, which honestly is not a ton because we've been very busy and we've been traveling a bit here. Yeah. Uh, but you did start Resident Evil 4. I did. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of that. Yeah, I, I didn't play last night because I was so tired after um, coming back from our big trip. But uh, I have been playing Resident Evil 4. And I got to tell you, I think... I started playing this game and the first hour did not grab me. I'm so like, surprised by that. I know, me too. Like, I've played this game before. I don't remember much of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I was like a little worried after the first hour when I was like, uh-oh, do I like not like this? <gasps> There's something weird going on with me that day. I was just like, I was feeling really sickly. You said you got motion sickness that first I hour. I got motion sickness in that first hour, which I never, I'm like, uh, I never get motion sickness playing games. I was very surprised by that. And there's something about that first hour where it just looks so grotesque. Yeah. Like, I was like, can I stomach this still? Like, it was just... It, it, the game looked smelly, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, you just... Like, I, I think I wasn't feeling good that day because I, I just, like, in my head, I was, like, feeling motion sickness and I was, like, I'm smelling, like, imaginary carcasses and it was a grossing, it was like, I was like turning my stomach, oh. like honestly, like wow. grossing me out. And then I was just like, I That's a compliment to the game, maybe? It was like so immersive that like, yeah. it, maybe maybe it was like a jarring thing for me to see it in right. like HD right. finally. Right. And so it looked so real that it made me, like gross me out. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a compliment for sure. If you like are okay with it. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, but I like powered through it. And the next, the next like couple of days I kept playing. And now I'm like, I love this game. <laughs> it's <is> awesome. <laughs> I'm like so in now, but um, it was must must have been like a weird fluke that first yeah. hour. Um, now I'm very comfortable uh, with Leon. I'm very like I'm very in the story now. I'm I'm sort of at that part where did you get Ashley? I got Ashley. Okay. Yes, I got Ashley. Yeah. Ashley is with me. Yeah. Um, I did sort of like that big like you know puzzle sequence getting into the church. Yeah. Um, Get, so you're pretty far along. Getting getting that boat and, yeah. and doing all the cool stuff on okay. the lake and yeah, now now it feels great. Like the game is so well done. Like there's so much just like cool little things to discover and explore, like you were saying. Um I'm not scared, which is exciting. Oh, like I again, Leon just feels powerful. Like I feel like right. I can handle this. Like mm -hmm. I can kick him in the face if I have to. <laughs> Um, and he's really hot, so that also helps. Oh my god, I do not remember him being so hot. Did you turn on the advanced so hair for him? Speaking yes, of hair. Of course. Oh. I don't know why that's in that game. It looks but exactly the perfect. same. He's perfect. Oh my god, he's so hot. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it's been a joy spending this time with Leon, hmm. I gotta say. I just feel good. I feel, I feel like he can handle it. You know, like he's yeah. very capable. He's also got, um, 
that woman on the phone. Oh yeah. So the I don't, codex. The codex, yes. Yeah. So I don't feel like a sense of this abandonment. Yeah, loneliness yeah. and like, you know, I, I would like that in some games. Like I like that sense of uh, of being alone in Metroid games. I do not like it in Resident Evil games, yeah. and that's why it really freaked me out when I played Resident Evil Seven because you're just like alone in this haunted like thing by yourself. Um, yeah, the, I mean, plenty of ammo, plenty of you know, weapons, lots of chances for upgrades. Um, yeah, like the, the enemies are like generally slow-ish. Got that cool wolf that I saved from the trap. You did that? Good. I don't yeah. like those traps. Those traps are really annoying. Well, now you're at the point where you don't start, you start to see a lot less Thank of those. Goodness. I haven't that seen a bear trap in a while. Were there that many of those in the original because game? every five seconds, my yeah. foot's stuck in a bear it's trap. It's like Sideshow like, Bob stepping on a grape or something. Yeah, I'm just like in a, like <laughs> the, every step I take is a bear yeah. trap. How's that possible? How many bear traps can you possibly have? No bears. Just a bunch of traps. There's no bears. Come on. So I'm saying, why has many traps then? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's going great. It, oh, now good. I'm like super into it. I oh, can't wait good. to get back to it today. Yeah, but um, yeah. this game is awesome. It is, it, and it looks it looks so good, so good that I was grossed out. <laughs> That's the compliment. Yeah, there is just something about this game where like they nailed every bit of it, almost to the point where I'm like, was some of this like just a happy accident that they got this formula so right? Because they yeah. tried to do it again with five and they didn't. They didn't right. do it there. Yeah, there's something know. to this game where it just perfect mix of like action and a little bit of horror, right. a little bit of exploration and puzzle solving adventure. It, yeah, the balance is just perfect. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know how they did it, and like I haven't felt like you know that I'm getting lost or, but I, I still feel like it's challenging. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, I'm about halfway. I think I finally got out of the village and into the castle. Ooh, the I saw the castle in the background. Yeah, very the amazing. village went a lot longer than I remembered, but it's cool because that's like the okay. iconic setting for that game. So yeah. I didn't mind it at all. Yeah. Um, the castle is definitely a change of pace. I did unfortunately run into a segment that I found to be rather frustrating mm. that didn't click well with the mechanics of the game. And I do remember this. I remember doing this on the GameCube but I couldn't remember if I found it as frustrating then. Mm. So basically you're kind of running along the top of the castle and there's a number of people shooting catapults, shooting like flaming rocks at you from catapults. And you need, to, you need to get this cannon and shoot them down. And Oof. you're just getting bombarded by these catapult shots and Ashley, if she takes a hit by one of those, she goes into a stun state and if she gets hit again, it's game over. She, di she dies. Oh no. And you can revive her, but it takes like a few three seconds. Mississippi for oh, her to okay. come. And at that point, you can still keep getting hit. By the it's just so slow. And Leon can take damage. So it's like, oh, well, I revived Ashley, but now I have no life. So you got to take another medicine right. for that. And they've also did this thing, and this might be new, like when you're running by one of those catapults, you don't take damage, but Leon kind of like slows down and is like, oh, because it's like flames and debris everywhere. Oh. So that slows you down. And then I found myself just getting hit by those a lot. So I was like, and there's just a lot of animations, a lot of slow moving things. I was like, I'm just getting wrecked by these catapults. Oh my gosh. So how many tries so it, it took, took me to get probably there? like seven or eight tries Whoa. to get through it. I, you should look out for that when you get to that point and just okay. know it's going to be kind of annoying. All right. That's good um, to know. And there wasn't like, you know, there's like a scene before where like you stuff Ashley in a locker and you're like, I'll see you later. Like there's none of that. Like you have to, you can tell her to stay close or stay far behind. None of those really worked because yeah. I was just getting, it was just like everywhere. Oh my gosh. And they weren't completely accurate either. Sometimes they would miss by a bit, but it's like, oh, well that's where Ashley was. So they killed her. 
So I'm past oh. it now. It's fine. Now it's, you're I'm, in the castle. I'm, I'm back in my groove. I'm in the okay. castle. Um, but yeah, this game's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to get back to it um, tonight. So I'm excited to keep going. Yeah. But I, I'm excited that I like I like it still. I was getting worried. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh no. Right. I want to like this game so much. And, and it, it was totally a fluke. So, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I've been doing is uh, playing around with the Steam Deck that you got me, thank you, for Yay! my birthday. Yay! I'm glad. Um, which has been really interesting and fun. So uh, the first thing I had to do was really think about, like, well, what am I going to play on this thing? Yeah. Because there's a wide range of games available on Steam. There's a lot of games. And it's like, well, some of these are these big, like, AAA games that I would play on a console. Some of them are more indies, but there's, you know, a number of indies that are available on other things. So I was, I was like, well... Big AAA games, I still want to play those on a console because it's, you know, I want to play it on a big TV and I can find a solution to play it mobily. That's not a word. <laughs> on mobile. A mobile, <laughs> a mobile way mobile. if I want to. And then it's like, well, there's so many indie games that are not on Switch. So it's like, I think that's, that's kind of, it, it's primarily going to be an indie device for me. Yeah. But I did start to find out. I was like, oh, you can do the Xbox the streaming stuff. cloud yeah. play oh, on yeah. there. Nice. And I found like, oh, there's a way you can do PlayStation remote play there. So I was like, oh, perfect. Because right now I have the Backbone, yeah. which is a device that is great and that uses your phone. Mm -hmm. But this is a better solution than that. Yeah. So that might sadly be the end of the Backbone experience for me. Right, right. But it's fine because this is, this is like way better. Um, I did run into a few snags setting up the Xbox streaming uh -huh. because there's no like native Steam app for that. So and, you have to do like a weird like backdoor kind of way? Well, so the way that the, the Steam Deck works is like the main interface like looks like a switch basically. Yeah. And it's very like slick and it's made for that device. You can also push a button and go into basically like a computer desktop mode. Whoa. Uh, because it's running Linux. And, and you can do all sorts of stuff on that. So you needed oh, to go... Totally beyond me. You basically needed to get Microsoft Edge, which is their browser, and then you needed oh. to go into the terminal, which was really scary oh, for me. Oh, the terminal, yes. Which is like, this is not what I came here in, for. I've been in the terminal for Apple devices before, and it freaks me out, yeah, too. Yeah, I did not like that. But I, like, I was following these directions. They actually have directions on the Microsoft site. Oh, perfect. Like, official. So they're very official. Yeah, so it was like, do this. And... There was one step where it wasn't working right for whatever reason. When I would go into that mode, it wouldn't recognize my Wi-Fi, so I could not download Microsoft Edge or do anything. And there was also, they were like, click the button to go back to the Steam mode. That button was not there for me in that desktop mode. Oh, I don't, no. I don't know why, but I was like, what am I doing wrong here? I don't know. Again, I am not, I am not a tech tinker, PC tinkerer guy. Yeah. I, that's why I don't play PC that's games. That's why I got you in the first place. I know. So you didn't have to tinker. So I was like, I don't know. So I start looking around. I finally found somebody who had that same problem. Oh. Um, and basically what they said was, I just did a factory reset and it was back. It, it, strangely, everything worked again. And okay. I had not installed a ton of games yet. So I was like, fine, I'll do the factory reset. Good to do it early. And fingers crossed right. that it worked. And it did. But Phew. that was a nerve-wracking moment of like, do I need to like send this back or oh, like? No. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to tell you. That. I didn't want to tell you that, but I, that did cross my mind. Like, did I get a lemon here? Did you get, did you get me some off the it's back like a, of a truck like or a something? Bootleg yeah. deck. I got it from the black market. I did not. It said Valve on it. I got it from, directly from Valve, actually. The so. Valve Corporation. The Valve Corporation. 
Um, so I followed the directions very closely in the terminal. Oh, the terminal. It worked. <laughs> Thank goodness. I don't want to spend a lot more time in the terminal, but now I have the Xbox. You have it. I have that. It works great. great. Really nice. Good. And that streaming is, is like really good. I've, I've never had a bad experience would you, with that streaming. Would you try with the PS5? So that's what I want to do next. Um, that looks actually a bit more complicated oh, no. than the Xbox one. So, oh, no. So I'm kind of just giving myself a breather or waiting until I actually the, the, have a reason to do it. The PS5 um, remote play, the way that you set it up on your laptop is very easy. Oh, okay. I haven't done it that way. And I, I basically have like an app on my laptop. And I, I use that remote play a lot. Right. Because I like to play games in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so like... Yeah, I, I use it all the time, and it's great. So hopefully it's not that bad. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I go to these devices to play games and not fiddle around in a console. So Exactly. I, exactly. Again, you don't I, want, I'm, you don't I'm waiting be. until the right time to really take a yeah. deep breath and but do that. But it's for indie games. There are a lot of early access games, I yeah. think, that you can now check out. Which right, so now I, yeah. but now I'm at the point where I, I've, I've just been like going through the store mostly and like wishlisting games for the inevitable sale. Yes, yes. Because my, oh, my brain is already trained of like, don't pay full price for anything. <laughs> um, so there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who are in kind of the same mindset as me. Like yeah. like our friend Wolf Den, like he's got a lot of great yeah, videos. Yeah, of like he's a good resource for sure. Steam games that are not on Switch that you can only get there that are best for that. So yeah. I've been picking, for, there, was, there was one demo that I got that now I'm blanking on the name. It was Gravity something that his description for it was was Mega Man with punching. Oh, that sounds like which was, right up your alley. I, I played that. That was really fun. I saw that people were um, recommending Pizza Tower. Mm, That's a game yeah. that I was interested in, but sadly I cannot right. play it because I don't have a Steam Deck but, yeah. or a PC. There's um, another game that he recommended, which I haven't gotten yet, called 30XX, which is like a, a Mega Man meets uh, Dead Cells oh, kind of game. that's cool. Which sounds really neat. So, that's really cool. Um, I'm still, I'd say it's still getting set up, but I'm playing some stuff here and there. But it, I, I have found like the niche for it that I initially yeah. was not sure about. Right. So that's right. that's good and important. Um, the the hardware itself, like I don't know if you could use it. I don't to, think to I be can. completely honest. Yeah, I don't think it I is. Can. It is a handful. It is <laughs> this big. Thing is huge. Yeah, my hands are really small. I have baby hand problems. And like the placement of the sticks, like you really need to wrap your thumbs around. Yeah. And it's fine for me. Yeah. But I was like. I don't think she could do this. Yeah, I don't think my hands are too small. I can bring it back. And it's kind of strange, don't you think? I mean, some people have small hands, and that's just bad for us. It's not for like some but, child. It's for like an adult. adult don't, I mean, don't you want to make your device functional for as many people as possible? Accessibility-wise, that are like great, big dudes. Target audience. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, I know that I can't use this thing, so. So I haven't ever gotten, I haven't gotten one for myself. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of different, like it has those little like touch pads, which I initially scoffed off, but I actually kind of like those now. Because oh. they do have some like feedback, like it'll vibrate Oh yeah, that's right, ways. it has a vibration, it has like a like a haptic thing. Right? Yeah, th yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty nice. I mean, there's so many ways that yeah. you can interact with this thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love anything that lets you play or gives you like some, I mean, the Switch trained me so well to like give you the option of playing like in handheld mode or if you have, if you're traveling, if you can like take it with you to, to yeah. you know, stream something. Like, I really like that. Yeah. So yeah. I think this thing is cool if it's comfortable for you. Um, like it's really cool, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't be able to reach the sticks. <laughs> yeah. I'm still looking for like, if there's anybody else who's like kind of in that vein, like creator wise as me, who's like a little bit like 
tinkering averse. Like, I, I'd love to hear if anybody has any recommendations. Because yeah. I do find a lot of videos is like, here's five things you need to do with your with your new Steam Deck. And it's like, one through five is this like crazy like overhaul of everything. It's like, I just don't want to do no. that. I don't want to do that. That's the whole point to have one right. of these. So I, I'm still trying to find like, who are the people that I am eye to eye with yeah. on this stuff. Yeah, who can um, help you? But we, I, I've, I've also gotten a lot of great help and tips in our Discord That's as true. well. That's so, so thank you, everybody, yes. um, for that. They've been very gentle welcoming me into our PC uh, channel, <laughs> which channel I normally like, stay very I far really away from, honestly. I do not know what's going on in that channel, so yeah. I have no idea what they're talking about. But then it's, it's, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but it, it's nice to have people that yeah. can help. You know? Totally, yeah. totally. Um, you said you were going to watch the Tetris movie. You fell asleep last night. I we guess you didn't do it. Asleep last Maybe next night. week we'll have some. We can only review one movie a week. Oh, we'll review the Tetris movie we're gonna, too. You can review the Tetris movie next week. Oh well. Maybe it won't exciting. get a dedicated podcast, but <laughs> I actually want to see that now too. How are you going to? Maybe see I'll buy the. Apple I can do this free trial. Don't forget to cancel it after. 30 I get a days. lot. I get a lot of offers for this for a free trial it's on this. Cheap. It's free. Well, the actual subscription is not expensive. I'm going to watch the movie and cancel it. You're going to is what I'm going to do. You're going to forget. I'm not gonna forget. I don't. Set I don't want Apple TV. Set an alarm on your thing. Set an. Uh, I, well, I, I just use my me brain. <laughs> Set an alarm in me brain. Yeah. <laughs> so no. So look, but people oh seem God. people seem to kind like of like it. Kind of like it's it. It's over the top. I hear. Over but the it's top, funny. But, but fun and funny. That's the whole point. That's good. It's like it's over the top because they don't want you to think it's real. That's fine. I mean, we have the gaming historian documentary to the be real to one. be like the, the, the crunchy serious one. Yeah. Historical take yeah. on that, and this, this is like the, a, like and a, this is this like Michael Bay. It's take like a on fun that. time. Yeah. Congratulations, to the gaming historian, for a million subscribers. I know. I saw that. Yay. Well, 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 well deserved. deserved. Nobody deserved yeah. that more than you. So amazing. Before we move on, this episode is sponsored by Care of. Care-of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. We've been using this and loving this. using it. It's been yeah. great. Um, you take this you know, really short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle, your health goals, and then they send you um, your supplements that's best suited for you. And see, so you have been trying to get more like to... Like, to be better with your immunity, yes. your immune system. We right. travel, we're, We've been we're traveling. sitting in the movie theaters Immunity's with God important. knows who yeah. on these airplanes. Well, it's Andre from Game Explain, well, that's who. He might be talking <laughs> on you in the back row. No, just kidding, Andre's, Andre's great. Um, but it's important to you know understand what kind of supplements you need, and it's great that Care of makes it so easy to get your get what you need shipped right to your door. Yeah, the quiz is great because it you do feel like you are actually honing in on what yeah. is important to you. Because otherwise, you're left to figure it out on your own. Right. Or it's like, well, I guess I could take a multivitamin that has a million different things. That mm -hmm. do, do I want all this? Do I need all this? So true. Um, yeah. And they send it. Like, I really love the packaging too. It comes so in this little box. So cute. Your name on it. Yeah. You take you take your daily little, packet, little packet out. It's very easy to remember. It's like care of to Krista. do it. Oh, yeah. It's so cute. Right. And there's yeah. uh, an app where you can keep track of everything. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, this is a, if you want to get into supplements, the that world of vitamins and supplements. This yeah. is uh, a really it is, absolutely. Yeah. So, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code KITANDKRISTA50. I repeat, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code KITANDKRISTA50. Put the link right here and also in the description below. Yeah. All right. News time. News time. E3 is gone. Yes, we were alluding to this um, weird being back in the E3 space. Just, you know, days, day after E3 gets 
canned. A total can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I think we kind of saw it coming. I mean, last we? week we were c reporting about more companies that were pulling out and saying yeah. like, are there any companies that are confirmed? Apparently yeah. not. No. Um, so they put out this statement, uh, the ESA and ReadPop put out the statement that said, this was a difficult decision because of all the effort we and our partners put towards making this event happen, but we had to do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3. We appreciate and understand that interested companies wouldn't have playable demos ready and that resourcing challenges made being at E3 this summer an obstacle they couldn't overcome. For those who did commit to E3 2023, we're sorry we can't put the, on the showcase you deserve and that you've come to expect from ReadPop's event experiences. Moments after, of course, Jeff Keighley jumped out with his tweet. <laughs> Just drafts, drafts. See you at Summer Game Fest. He's got the drafts. He was ready. <laughs> he was ready. Um, yeah. So who, let's play the blame game here. Who's to blame for this? I don't think there's one, you know, finger, like one person to point the finger at. My answer is everybody involved. My answer is everybody yeah. and the pandemic. Oh. Because pandemic. It, it changed the way fundamentally that we do things, yeah. not just for E3, but for other things as yeah. well. It showed companies a different path. Nintendo has seen this path for yeah. a long time, obviously, because yeah. they've been doing these digital events or, or, you know, Nintendo Directs for a while now. But I think it showed other companies that there's another way to get your information out there to people. Mm -hmm. Much cheaper ways. So, yeah, I think everybody and, and the pandemic just changed the mindset altogether. And I, I don't think that in our modern times, in our 2023 post-pandemic world or whatever we want to call it, like, I don't know if there's a place for it anymore. Yeah. 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 The ESA was out of touch. We knew that. We had some conversations with them. Like, there was nobody who was really plugged into this. And they were just yeah. kind of, like, trying to make sense of it. Right. Um, the companies that make up the ESA, we also know they were just giving them, like, forever, forever how many companies were in that, they were all giving them different opinions. So right. I think the ESA, who was already at this, like, point of not knowing left from right, was trying to make sense of all that and trying to cobble together some sort of a solution. Mm -hmm. And then meanwhile, you have these partner companies who are part of the ESA, and are, they might be telling them, like, yeah, you should move forward, but we're not gonna be there. So yeah. what's the point of that? Right, right. If you are telling them to do it and knowing you're not gonna be there, or maybe you've already said you're not gonna be there, that's not a good way, like, yeah, well, somebody, somebody will get, get something out of this, somebody will enjoy this. It's like, well, you actually just led them down this path of wasting everybody's time and money. Yeah. So what's the deal? Yeah, it's really unfortunate how it all played out. And then there's Repop, who seems so capable. Well, they're capable in one area, but I, not the other. I put them, I the, the least amount of blame on them. Yeah, they're, they're doing their job of event planning. Because they are, you know, at the whim of what the ESA tells them to do. But yeah, they just ran out of time of trying to figure it out and mm -hmm. i mean thank goodness they didn't try and go through with this that would have been catastrophic but it's also not their job to do the other part of of the planning for e3 which is the esa's job right. of like what is the show going to accomplish where what places it have in the industry how are we going to incentivize partners to be involved like that's mm -hmm. not repop's job no so you just said everybody deserves blame though you take that back. I guess except for Reed Pop. I think they probably deserve some amount of blame, but the least amount. 
for reasons that are unclear to me. They didn't do much wrong, I don't think. Everybody's to blame but me. <laughs> well, you're not involved. You're not involved at all. I feel great. Um, but yeah, it's really funny because I think we all saw this coming. But of course, when it did come, it, it seemed like it was like a shock to people. Yeah, and there everybody was, there was like a real came like, out. Eulogy like, moment. It was a real in memoriam for for E three. Yeah. I, I even saw that kind of funny did like an E three funeral, which was hilarious. <laughs> by the way, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting. Like I, I was trying to think, like what is that human nature phenomenon called? Like, is it? You don't know what you got till yeah. you don't because have the, it. Well, is these are the same is? people who have been saying like E3 is irrelevant for years right. and we sh we need to stop doing this. It's yeah. a waste of time. Yeah. So it was interesting to see those people really like feeling sadness. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards it. it was like, oh, um, I remember all the good times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did leave the door open. They didn't say like, yeah, this is canceled forever. Mm. But... I think they really should. I think they should. <laughs> they really should. Don't try to revive this. Yeah. The longer, yeah, the long, I mean, no. There, well, hopefully the no ESA way. companies are not telling the ESA, like, yeah, you should try again. You should do that. We want Don't that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Be honest with yeah. what you what it is that you need them to do and what you want. Exactly. We asked our Patreon subscribers about this, wanted to see how they felt. Uh, we did a poll. Poll said it this week. We saw the cancellation of E3 and possibly the end of this major event forever. As we consider the potential demise of E3, how are you feeling about it? 68% of people said, I'm sad to see it go, but I understand why it couldn't continue. I think that's our feeling about it. Yeah. 19% said E3 is still viable if they make some key changes. 10% said, I pledge allegiance <laughs> to our Lord and Savior, Jeff Keeley. Those people have their heads screwed on, right? And 3% said the industry <laughs> needs E3 and is making a big mistake. Um... Got some great comments as always, very thoughtful comments. Erica Drayton said, nowadays each console does their own presentations whenever they want. With events like E3, it almost hinders them from what they release, when and how they can announce games because you want to make a splash at E3. This way each can just own their own space whenever they want to release something and just make their announcement then. I look forward to everyone being more like Apple and having a regular schedule where they are not competing for time with each other are trying to one-up each other, but just giving what they have to offer. Hopefully less gimmicky and more wow, I can't wait to play that moments. It's a very good comment. Yeah. Number one, Kit Van Zroid. I didn't say that. Zroid said that. Zroid? Zroid. <laughs> I agree with the belief that E3 is an artifact of an environment which predated streaming and social media. That said, I will miss it to agree. What I won't miss are the press conferences with which were better known for technical mishaps and for going on endlessly. <laughs> However, in my view, E3's greatest flaw is that it became too big. If companies attend E3, they're expected to deliver a tremendous spectacle. And in today's world where absolute control over the delivery of information is paramount, having to plan almost your entire year of marketing around one event in June simply doesn't make sense when flexible alternatives exist. That was always the, the dreaded moment in October of the year before where the E3 meetings would start. We were talking about At this. Nintendo for the following June. Like, what the heck? It is bonkers how bonkers. much time and effort we put into an individual E3 time every single year. and your resources. Money yes. and people. That is a huge cost that is absolutely not worth it at all. Because... At a minimum, for everybody, it was like a full-on sprint from like... May. Basically now to when the event happened. Yeah, yeah. But for a lot of other people... Vacation blackout Like, time. it started now. in... Like you October, said, October of last year. And it was a sprint for them for... That's like half the year. 
that you're working on one on this show. one little thing, That's which is so important. Crazy. But like, is that the only thing you should do for half yeah. of your year? I would say no. Right. So there's definitely something to be said about that, yeah. and I'm certainly glad that I don't have to. I mean, we wouldn't be working it the same way here, but no. I'm, I'm just glad to X this one out. Just let's move on. Yeah, yeah let's move on. Last comments from Gartooth. E3 in its current form may be unnecessary, but I think the industry is making a mistake to fragment themselves and their audiences into their own direct style presentations in the long term. You risk only preaching to your choir and not getting the wider interest. I believe that everyone participating in E3 served as a riding tide, rising tide that lifted the video game business as a whole. All gaming news being in one week meant that even as a Nintendo fan, I would pay attention to what other publishers and developers were making. Now I discover a lot less of what the industry does because I'm locked into only news from the individual brands I care about. Great for a big name like Nintendo, but not for the likes of Ubisoft or Devolver. This was what we would hear a lot, yeah. the defense of E3 within the industry was, mm -hmm. yeah, this is the one week a year where we all come together, you know, the mainstream media knows that, they make a big effort to come and represent the industry through their coverage, so that is one of the big purposes. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I, I think this is one of the things I loved about E3 and why I also like events like the Game Awards. Because it, it does feel necessary because this industry is really small mm -hmm. um, to have moments or to be, to be enabled to have moments where the industry can kind of come together in this way and just make a bigger splash yeah. um, together, like stronger together, right? Yeah. Um, so that part of it, I think, needs a little workshopping around. Like potentially there's some other opportunities that does not involve you putting millions of millions and millions of dollars and six months of resources into a four-day event, but maybe there's another way to do this that fits with modern, yeah, like you know how modern how we in modern times consume information. Yeah, but that moment for the industry, I think, is really important. The uh, mainstream media is better now than they <clears throat> were in 1999 at covering video games. That's true. So. Yeah. I think the impact of then versus now, it's not as like urgent. Like mm -hmm. we're not trying to gain legitimacy anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, there there is something ethereal that is lost, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think anybody's going to be like hurting as a result. It's very, it's very much a soft. It's a soft KPI. It's a, so, it's, it's a soft people, thing that's hard to put your finger on. People say it. Yeah. 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 Uh, next. We uh, clowned on April Fool's last week, but there was actually a very interesting bit of April Fool's news. This is news. cool. This is very cool. Uh, so our wonderful, wonderful friend Katie over on the Sonic the Hedgehog team kind of spearheaded this actual game yeah. called The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> which got your which, attention. Which uh, is Game of the Year material for me on, on the name alone. I did download this on my Steam Deck. I was going to say you can play it for free I have not played it Steam, yet, but I do have so it. how exciting for I you. I have this game. Um... So this is a real game. This is an actual product. It's free, but yeah. it is a thing that exists. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the way they couched it was the Sonic team wrote that the game has been a labor of love from the Sonic social team and a host of amazingly talented people who are just as passionate about Sonic as we are. Put yourself in our shoes. If we had pitched to the people at, at Nintendo Japan, hey. Let's do a murder we of wanna, Mario. I want to do something for April Fool's. I want to make a game, and I want to release it for free starring Mario, where he is murdered. 
You'd be how fired. Quick, how quickly would I be fired for this? You, you, you'll be fired before you got the first sentence out of your mouth. I was a little jealous when this was happening yeah. because the autonomy and sort of the, the ability that the Sonic Social team has right. to do a project like this is so far out. Yeah. Of, like, it is like we are in two different galaxies. Um, incredible. Yeah. But yeah, Nintendo... There, there is not. You can even post a tweet on April Fool's Day. Can you imagine? You, you would legitimately yeah, be fired. You dare not. You would even be fired, like mention. for real, yeah. for real. I have so many questions about this. I would love to. I should talk to Katie about this and just get the the, the full scoop on like yeah. how she did this. Because like you do need like like who was the actual developers who made this? Mm -hmm. Like did they get you know Sega resources? Did they get somebody on the outside? Like how long has this been coming? Um, just a massive, massive kudos to her and the team for, yeah, for doing for this. Yeah, for like spearheading it's, it's this so amazing, cool project. And like, again, project, April Fool's yeah. joke is, is, or April Fool's Day is such a joke. Like, this is, this is a real thing. Yeah. This is legit. It looks kind of cool too. It's like this murder mystery, yeah. you're on like a cruise ship, I think. Yeah. And you have to solve the, 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 um, the murder of Sonic. Yeah. So it's got like a cool kind of story to it and stuff like that. So it's legitimately like... A fun game, yeah. I think, um, but the the re the you know they had this like autonomy to do it, which is so so cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this last story, I don't want to talk about this. Actually, let's move on. <laughs> I don't even know what this. Multiversus open beta has end and is returning in twenty twenty four. Great to do that for a game that people spent money on. Jerks. Oh my that's, goodness. That's my opinion on that. All right, moving on to the questions from the community. Uh, our first question is a pretty heavy one from Pikmin Sneezecuff, so let's settle in for this. Hello, Kit and Krista. Today I have a very serious topic. Feel free to skip this. No, we will not. Nintendo has often tried to avoid real-world issues and very rarely makes any official statements regarding them. However, at E3 2016, Reggie fils opened up the presentation by offering a silent moment for all the victims and their families of the tragic Orlando shootings. Reggie specifically mentioned the singer Christina Grimmie, who had planned to attend the Nintendo E3 booth. During all days of E3, every Nintendo developer and all staff, including us, mm -hmm. wore rainbow ribbons, including Shigeru Miyamoto. And we have a picture here. I myself was in the closet at that time and very frightened by the horrible events. I want to thank you for standing in solidarity with all of the LGBT community. Could you talk more about how the decision was made? Thank you. Well, thank yeah. you, Pikmin Sneezecop, yeah, for it's a good, great such a question. great question and being so uh, open with us here. Um, so we remember this well. We were part of this. Um, mm -hmm. and we were part of the group that was talking about this as it was unfolding. You know, this was only a few years ago, 2016. But I think just like the way that the world, well, I shouldn't say the world because this is really an America problem. Yeah. <laughs> like the way that like our country... We are so desensitized now to this sort of thing. Yeah. But we really weren't back then. Like, this was shocking. This was, like, on a normal day, like, we would stop what we were doing. Yeah. For at least a day. Right. Because it's, like, it is inappropriate for us to be promoting our products mm -hmm. at this time. Like, yeah, this there's is, so many bigger problems yeah. that people are dealing with. Right. This is a period of mourning. People need time yeah. to reflect. Um, yeah. People will be offended if they right. see us right. tweeting about a game. Yes. Um, and now here we are today where the day before the Zelda video last week, there was another big school shooting. Yeah, horrible. And shooting. it yeah. just moved, it, it was just business as usual, moved yeah. on. Yeah. And when I was there, I, we, we had a criteria for like, all right, like, 
you know, what, what do we do when this sort of thing happens? And the further the time went, it was just like, we can't keep up with all of these. Like, we would basically do nothing if every time this happened, we put on the brakes for a week. If you think about that for a moment, you just realize just how, in, in how many years, how far right. to the bad side we've gone kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's And incredible. I would sometimes get contacted by people in Japan saying, I saw this awful news of what happened in America. Are you going to stop? And I was like, this, this, the same thing has happened every week. For the past year, I regret to inform you. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have to change. Like, we can't just stop anymore. Yeah. And it seems like like the the rest of the country is just totally desensitized to this too. Yeah. So it's an awful, awful it's thing. Really, it's an awful truth to face. Yeah. But you're right. Back um, when this particular uh, horrifying event happened, it was like a huge blow to like all of the people that were there. Like it, it really was sort of a moment where it made us all stop and think like, hey, it's inappropriate to- Yeah, I was like, can we actually go on with this tomorrow? Right, Yeah. right. And and there was a lot of very serious discussion mm-hmm. from all of the leadership teams, everybody that was, um, you know, global leaders were involved in making the decisions of, of how to approach this, um, this really tragic moment that the entire country was was sort of facing and grappling with. Yeah. Um, I will say that the other thing that that struck struck me as different as I look back on this particular event is that I do think that at that time Reggie did have a lot of influence mm-hmm. and he was a strong voice of wanting to show some kind of you know, some kind of solidarity or, yeah. or show some kind of support. Yeah. Um, and he really championed that. Um, it's it's a bit harder, I think. You know, we, we both were at the company during the Black Lives Matter movement, and that was very difficult to champion without somebody like Reggie. This was also, like, this is what you can accomplish when everybody's in the same room. That's true, too. Like, you can really, like, get your point of view much more effectively yeah. across than, like, sending an email. Yeah, like, and whatever. Like time differences yeah. and everything. Like, right. yeah, like, it's, we it's do, very we, like, difficult to communicate that. We are sitting face-to-face. This thing is starting in 12 hours. What are we going to do? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the truth was, like, we couldn't stop. Like, we had to do something. But mm-hmm. that was that was the decision was, like, let's have a very, you know, honest and heartfelt open and a moment of silence yeah. And let's wear these ribbons to reflect the community that was, you know, targeted as part of this. And yeah. I think everybody, you know, really quickly got on the same page about it and, and felt good about it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously there's only so much we can do, but... Um, I think just, you know, being able to show that though, like... Yeah. And, and for, I think for us too, like being, you know, a moment where you felt like you're proud to work for a company yeah. that was open to doing something mm-hmm. like that like that was that's yeah, a good that was a, that's good this was a good moment that yeah. was a good thing right. you know so um so i i really appreciated the people in the room that were pushing for this um it was like a literal like decision you had to make in less than yeah. eight hours right. before the event the next day right. so it was good that um there was a strong voice in the room yeah. to push for the right yeah. thing all right ribbons next uh, the esteemed Mr. Aonuma mentioned in the recent video that the development is complete for Tears of the Kingdom. Huzzah! And yet, there are still several weeks before we can play it. What happens in this period between game complete and game launch? To clarify, I already understand that there's a lot to do. This isn't a complaint or anything. I'm just curious about the specifics. 
So they call this going gold. Yes. The gold the master. The gold master, yeah. Um, so basically what happens now is everything that it takes to end up with a packaged game right. on a shelf. You got to print the thing now. You, you've got to yeah. make, manufacture the cartridges. You mm -hmm. need to manufacture the right quantity of cartridges, which in this case is a whole lot. Yep. You need to ship There's them out. There's special editions too. All and the different all versions. versions. Yes. Yep. You need to ship them out to the distributors. They need to ship them out to the various retailers. Mm -hmm. And in a country like America, it's big. Like that's, yeah. that's no, it's much harder for us to do that than Japan. Right. Much, much, right, much harder. Right, right, right. Um, so that takes about a month, a month or ish. so. Yeah. Um, so it's not the case where they are, you know, working down to the wire. There probably will be a day one patch. So I actually take that back. They probably are working. They probably are still working on something. But like you need that. to have yeah. a functional game that will work in the case of, you know, the person who has no internet. Yeah. And can't get that day one patch. Right. So yeah, it takes it takes about that long. And you know, we've also seen, you know, some some versions of the hardware getting out, they tend to do that a little bit earlier, yep. and that will sit around in a warehouse. Yeah. Um, yeah, the lead time and the, pr the production and the operations of it all are, are pretty interesting. It is really interesting how it all comes together at the very end, and sometimes we hear, like, stories about... There was, like, a, that one time where, like, the, the shipments were delayed. Remember, like, the yeah. boats couldn't dock? Yeah, there was some, like, was strike a, or something There was a at strike the at the docks. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's lots of, like, little things that can right. happen and go wrong during that month mm -hmm. um, before your game launches. So um, it is, like, there's still quite a lot to do and, right. and get, to get that ready. Yeah. Obviously, you know, digital versions are much easier, and we've always had that to fall back on, like... If something bad happened, yeah. but there was always like sort of tense couple couple weeks right. leading up to <clears throat> launch to make sure everything's yeah. working like it should. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Medallion 2889 is next. Hi, Kit and Krista. This question relates to a question in the Discord about the direct concept and trademarking it as a name and concept. Do you know if Nintendo ever tried to trademark the Nintendo Direct or Direct by itself? I am assuming even if they tried, it wasn't approved because seeing more and more people use the direct moniker when advertising a recorded video advertising event. Thanks. I've wondered about this too. I yeah. don't think they have done this. I don't think they certainly done this. didn't. Do, I mean, they certainly didn't do it for Nintendo Minute. It was just no. like out there. Right. I don't know what the reasoning for not doing it is. Mm -hmm. Is is it so generic that you can't do you just it? Can't right. Um. I don't know, but it seems like if you could, that would be a good thing to do. To do, Because it yeah. is such a Like, critical... integral thing now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously the word Nintendo is trademarked. Right. Uh, maybe they think that the combination of those two things would make it enough. I don't know. Yeah. But you're right. There's lots of, you know, there's... Microsoft does call their developer direct. Now everybody just calls it direct, that. Direct, yeah. We did trademark as a publicity stunt... It's on like Donkey Kong. That's true. Um, That's fun for a while. So yeah, I mean that you can, trademark is forever. No, I don't. Or is it like a ten year thing? I don't, I don't think any of these are forever. Oh, but, okay, um, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, there's there, Nintendo is certainly equipped to do a trademark filing if they, they could. Yeah, there, and they, there must be some reason. There must be some other reason. I think it's because it's too generic. It might be. Yeah. 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 All right, Sabato is next. Hey, Kit and Krista, we're coming up on the anniversary of the release of the DSi in the West. What was your work like leading up to its release? How did Nintendo position it in the market compared to the original DS? Thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked on the DSi launch, actually. And it was really interesting because the way that this was positioned was pretty different because it was, it was kind of like that first foray into 
let's market our stuff as entertainment devices and not just uh, gaming yeah. devices. Yeah. Because DSi had like DSi sound yeah. and DSi like camera and all sorts of other things that made it almost feel like a smartphone without yeah. the phone part. Yeah, that's true. Um, and this is, again, sort of something that Mr. Awada, I think, was really like thinking through. And that's why... Later on, when we had Wii U, it'd be, it was like sort of this is not just a video game console; it's like the the, the cornerstone of your living room or whatever right, it is. Right. DSi was sort of the first entry into that, and when I was working on the marketing for this game, uh, for for DSi to launch it, it was all it was not really about the games; it was about like what can we do to show off like DSi sound, yeah, and we had yeah. like. Um, Jason Derulo was like one of the artists that we like had him launch his single on the DSi. Wow. And he like dropped it first there, which was very weird. Bad um, move. <laughs> very weird. And career uh, ender. Career ender. I know. It's <laughs> uh, almost good. Um, and then yeah, we we like sent out this mailer that yeah. was like basically um, showcasing like all the things that you could do on your DSI that was not playing a video game. So it was like very bizarre that it was marketed as almost like this little handheld entertainment yeah, device yeah. versus it being a video game player. That was like. A month or two into my time at Nintendo, so I yeah. was very much on the sidelines. But I, yeah, I do remember that. I did go to some of the the media demos, and it was very heavy. Like, yeah, you know the games that you can play on your DS. Now we've added all this other stuff. Right. There was a good emphasis on the DSiWare shop. That's right. Which, yeah. Which became a big part of it. Um, I mean, Nintendo does this a lot. They sort of plant the seeds for future products in a kind of a less prominent way. Yeah. In, in earlier products and. There's a lot of stuff that eventually went into the 3DS that you can see starting here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tuscoob's next. Do you think the placing of this upcoming Tears of the Kingdom Mini Direct to try and excite everyone happening right after the 3DS or Wii U eShop closure means anything? There have been many such instances of Nintendo having major announcements after they do something that upsets their core community. Is it ever intentional because they know they want to shift the conversation around them? Is it just a coincidence and they don't care either way? Thank you for your insight. Let me tell you, they do not care. I was going to say, <laughs> if you think that care. they care, they absolutely don't. Yeah. Yeah, this is absolutely a coincidence. Yeah. This was, they planned the Tears of the Kingdom, you know, trailer announcement to, in, in the timing that they felt was best to market yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Absolutely had nothing to do with the eShop closures. They have completely moved on from yeah. that. They have no, yeah, they don't. That is all. something I think is admirable, where it's like when they make a tough decision, they make it and they don't hem and haw over it. It's yeah, like, they just stick to it. It is what it is, and we're yeah. moving forward and we're moving on. They're very much a company that's forward looking. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're, they watched yeah. a bit. And, and they'll live with their reactions. It's like good or bad, like we're yeah. doing this. It is what yeah. it is. And I think, I think they know too that regardless, they, they got, something that people are going to want later on. Yeah. So they're not going to they're not going to yeah. you know really dwell too much on this kind of stuff. Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, we you might be mad for a yeah. little bit." They but. they know very well. But and, we and this, and this was kind of the the crux of a lot of reporting that we did was like, yeah, "People are mad now, but they'll get over it." In a week, they'll probably be less mad yeah, because there's something it. else there might be something else to be mad about or mm -hmm. or might be happy about. And then they'll get they'll get over that and too. And it'll happen again. Yeah. yeah. It's just a cycle. You're right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Wario Tush, I love that name. That's a good name. <laughs> Tushy. As a fan of both Punch-Out! Oh. and TV series The Wire, oh. I was a huge fan of the promotional videos for the Wii version of Punch-Out! starring the great Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as Doc Lewis and other character actors as the series' infamous opponents. 
Were you involved with the production of these commercials, and was it a struggle to get Nintendo to allow others to portray their characters, even for an IP like Punch-Out, which isn't necessarily a flagship title for them? So I, I worked on Punch-Out. This was my first game that I worked at Nintendo. Mm-hmm. These were made by our advertising team. I do yeah. remember them. But I went back, because of this question, to refresh my memory. There were a lot more of these than I remember. Yeah. Like, there was... There was, like, a whole series of those. Like, I found a compilation that was, like, 12 minutes nonstop of yeah. these. And they were really good and really funny. You have the... Well, so, yes. Oh, sorry. So, you do, there is a scene where they recreate Little Mac running in the pink uh, sweatsuit. Yeah. I have that sweatsuit that was used yeah. in that... And I wore that sweatsuit in a Nintendo Minute video where I was trained right. by the mysterious trainer Mike for Smash. The official sweatsuit. I have it. Is it still sweaty? I hope not. It's really small because oh. I fit into it perfectly. I've never actually put it on. So it fits well, me for like perfectly. Little Mac. It's for Little Mac. Little Kit. <laughs> little Krista. <laughs> little Kit. <laughs> um, That's so funny. So um, the, the um, person in Japan who was the producer of this game is Mr. Tanabe who you might know for working on Donkey Kong Country mm-hmm. or, or Metroid. And he kind of yeah. gave the team a lot of leeway right. to do what they needed to do. It was pretty cool. Which, and he works on a lot of Western developed games. This was made by Next Level Games. Uh, freedom that you don't typically see. Right. And these were really great. These were really funny. I was really disappointed and kind of saddened of like, gosh, these these came out at the wrong time. Like these could have gone viral. When we had social, if, if we if, had social media, if this had come yeah. out ten years later, like yeah. these would have gone viral and been so yeah. amazing. Whereas I think they just kind of came and went, and not a lot of people. Yeah, we didn't even know have like a digital marketing strategy right. back then for for cool things like this. Yeah, it was just like a regular commercial aired on TV kind of thing. Right? I don't even yeah. know where they were putting this out because like we didn't have a YouTube channel no. until. Like 2011, we didn't I have think. Even Twitter, we didn't anything at that time. So I don't know what they were doing with these. It's too bad. Well, it's they were a, airing it on television. It's a real shame. Yeah, people should look these up because they're they're, they're legit, they're good, really and funny. funny, and some really cool takes on those characters. Yeah. Zroid, Kit fan number one. Zroid is next. Hey, <laughs> you Kit didn't and put that on this name, but okay. Since episode 57, you discussed Nintendo's continued forays outside the realm of video game hardware and software. I've been wondering. Is there anything in particular you would like to see them tackle next? Personally, two things I would be very interested in are, one, an increased physical retail presence in many more cities than just New York, Tokyo, and Osaka, and two, something to fill the void left by Nintendo Minute, but they should go even bigger with it. Have a dedicated team to produce unscripted content promoting both their products and gasp even their staff. It's time to give fans a genuine look inside. Great question. Yeah. What would you do? Well, I'm really excited about this. We, this is already confirmed. The museum? But, yeah, the museum. Yes. I'm really excited about the museum. Yeah. I yeah. think I'm so glad that they're, again, like paying a little bit more attention to the archival part of it. Mm-hmm. The other thing, and we've talked about this a lot, is music. Mm, yes. Give us the concerts again. That was so much fun. Give us official soundtracks. Just bite the bullet and release this stuff. Yeah, give us official soundtracks. Yeah. I will pay just, for them. Just do it. I will yeah. pay. You could sell them. Like literally, instead of playing like whack a mole with these YouTube channels, just sell them. Just just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's for sure. I would love to see that. Um, And yeah, I I do miss like the look inside too. Like I would love to see the developers more. um, However way that they could do that. Reality show. Oh, reality game show. Like. I thought that would that was again one of those things that where I self censored myself of like a reality show about the run up to an E three could have been so amazing. Yeah. And so eye opening. 
but it's like I, there's I would, no way they would approve I would, that. I would get laughed get off fired. for even suggesting it. You would get fired. Not fired. You would get fired. Like the, a reality show, like you know how like after a big HBO premiere, like oh, yeah. um, they do like a behind right. the scenes for right. House of the Dragons. Right. Like, could you imagine if Tears of the Kingdom came out yeah. and they did like a six part series that was like behind the scenes of the making up? Yeah, yeah. That would be so cool. Yeah. Do that. They're not gonna do that. I wanna ask, I, I think you know this space better than I do. The the point about more stores. Oh yeah. So I remember when there used to be like a Disney store mm -hmm. in every mall and yeah. they shut those down. They did, yeah. Like they're, how, they're not that many of them. I agree. They should be more than just New York and a couple in Japan. Like, mm. there's none in Europe. That's wild. Like, how far could they take that before it becomes not so special? Exactly. And it's it's hard because a lot of the Disney stuff nowadays is tied to the parks, right? So they have, just like kind of like Universal does it, they have yeah. like the, the city walk with the store and it's tied to the Nintendo Land or whatever, um, Nintendo World. So, I don't know. I feel like... Retail space is like weird nowadays. Like no one like, goes to the store. Like who does that? Yeah. You know? So it's a little weird. Like maybe they can just expand their online store so it's actually functioning functional. But if you can if you continue the philosophy of these are not these are not stores to make money, these are marketing opportunities. Yeah. Europe should really have one. Europe should that, have that's one. That's a glaring There's none in Europe. That's a that's, glaring oversight. It's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. There is one in Israel that we did a lot of research on when we but heard why? about like what is this? And yeah. it's like Kind yeah. of official, kind of not. Yeah. I don't remember the, the exact The other place that should have one is Latin America. Somewhere in Latin America should have it one. It seems like every continent where you sell the product, you should, should have, have at least, at least one, one store. store. Right. Yeah. Maybe they can do some expansion for the store and add like a cafe to it. Oh. So it feels more okay. substantial and yeah. more of like a marketing thing than it than just selling t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's a way to blow it up more that, you know, would be interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Weekly has our last question. Weekly. Hey, Kit and Krista, what are your thoughts on Pokemon retconning real-world references? For example, Lieutenant Surge changed from the Lightning American to the Lightning Lieutenant. Raichu no longer shocks Indian elephants to pass out, and Parasect spores no longer being used in ancient Chinese medicine. Do you like the idea of Pokemon being part of the real world or being in a separate world? This is interesting because the Pokemon currency is yen in the Japanese games. Hmm. I like that it is separate. I like that it's separate too. Yeah. It gives us a world to escape to. And there's nothing in there that kind of breaks that yeah. wall for you. You're just like, oh, I'm in like a, a fantasy land. Yeah, I mean, there are references. There was like the space shuttle that you could see in the old yeah. games. It's like, well, what, where are where we? Are What's we? Go where am I now? And then I think if you have <laughs> How too is this many, working? if you have too many references into the real world, you start to ask yourself like really weird questions. Like, yeah. how does that Pikachu get in that ball? Right, and especially is it comfortable? now. Like, you start asking yourself like random. Especially stuff. now that the games are very clearly based off of real world locations. Yeah, it's like. Well, if you want to just go to Hawaii, just go to Hawaii. It doesn't yeah. have to be the Alola region, <laughs> you know? Galar? <laughs> yeah, just go there. Let's just, let's so, just... no, this is this is for the best. Yeah, I think this is for the best, I too. agree. Yeah. All right. We did it. Time to shout out some Patreon folks. We absolutely have to. Well, we're going to start with our wonderful superstars. Here we go. All right. Aaron Hash. Ben Eichhorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. Kiss My Flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Roy Eschke. Switching it up, underscore. Safezon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the hero of Wings. Angela Bifrost. Inner Pig Molly. Turbocharged Nerd. Thomas O'Rourke. Simon Barrera. Kyle LaBeouf. And our very new 
Superstar Twin Dragon 76. Whoop whoop. All right. Uh, all right, on to our beautiful One Up Club graduation ceremony. A. Ron Burgundy. Adam and Ansley. Ajan Malari. Ali Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Astro Dev. Blazed and Enthused. Bookum Dano. Brad SF56. Brooke Obscura. Brookie Kazooie. Bruce Stash. Chancellor Fairley. Chelly Squirrel. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Alex. Sea Roper 17. Daniel Cold. Daniel Phillips. Daniel Valencia. Dachshund. Desert Colt 18. Doodoo Face. Dolce. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Espar's 50. Farpree 69. Fairbound. Fernie and Jess Forever. Fox Deploy. What happened to the dog? He took it out. Oh no. Fred Rossi. <laughs> Garrett Holfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartooth. G Sun 101. Ian Shea. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. JK99. JPJ. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry92602. Sorry. Well, the, the, the ability to change <laughs> one's name in Patreon has you truly shook. <laughs> You will not recover from this. Uh, where do we just do? Jesse Hernandez? John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHaze. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Just Camtro. Justin Leminger. Kawa2796. Kelpshake. Kevin Delane. Creasu. Chris Roddy Kid. Christopia Party with me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyler Nelson. Linnell Stickman. Lama. Lil Sebastian. Lit. Mad Dog 5981. Man 64 Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Craven. Michael White. Mickey Conway. Mickey. Oh, just. Oh, Mikey. <sighs> Motomania. Mr. Andy Pong. MSM Poke Gamer. Mr. Beans and Dip. Mytran. Nasir. Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Paul C. Pace. Paul Gale Network. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Reaver. Rain Tech. Ray Charon. Ryuji Utsuha Okuu. Renee Rivers. Ryeth One. RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Renana Rex. Rocks. Rianetta. Sam Nealon. Sharif Jackson. Shinru. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Shrews. Silly Ferret. Spicy Munchkin. Steel's Trone. Tales of Link. Tefu. Terra Storm. Thomas Alvarez. Topher Schmofer. Oh, you got to say it this time. Travis Torline. Troopage. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tuscoob. Tyler Geist. Vesvas. Video Game Stupid. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davey. Will Ernst. Will Johnson. Zudiver. Zalgaroth. And Zroid. Zroid. Zroid actually did change his name to try and move up to the beginning. I won't allow it. Zroid, oh, you, Zroid has to be at the end. But you let Toy take no. off his dog, Bernard? How there's, dare you? There's another one. Um, Dolce, I think, is there because I think we butchered that name a few too many times and they got oh, sick of it. I think so, too. I, I remember I butchered so, like, that a couple times. See I'm so can, sorry. See if you can do this, you dummies. <laughs> We're sorry. Is Bernard okay? We'll find out. I need to know about Bernard. I think so. I, I really, I'm, I'm deeply concerned about All right. Bernard. All right, we can find out. All right. If you would like to join us to have us read your name, Please. Can do it. Join us on patreon.com slash Krista. You get lots of other exclusive things, too. Not just us butchering your name. Um, what else? If you'd like to support us, uh, you can, if you're watching on video, you can subscribe to the Kit and Krista channel. You can give this video a thumbs up. And you can leave a comment. If you are one of our great audio listeners, you can also subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating, and also a written review. And the socials. Please follow us. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And Facebook. All those. All things. All those, yeah. All right. We need to go. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.